The following is a conversation between myself and Andrew Fraser, as recorded on Wednesday, the 4th of April, 2023. Enjoy. There was a really good, oh, in your, in your TED talk, there was a really good thing that we've created art as like creative perfection rather than mm. creative expression. Mm. Dude, I had to go back and listen to it again. I'm like, that's fucking exactly it. Yeah, that's cool. That's For cool. so long, I've looked at this like art as a category. Mm. There's people mm. who draw or people who paint or people who sing and I don't do any of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you go, okay, that's not my scene. And then the thing I found getting further and further into business is you think business is making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business <laughs> is survival, dude. Yeah. Business yeah, is yeah. making something. Business is creative. <laughs> business mm-hmm, is problem solving. Mm-hmm. And I'm a really fucking good problem solver. And yeah, I realized yeah. that that is the art. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, I think that's the... Yeah, understanding that it expresses in different ways. Yeah. And a lot of those uh, sort of adopted ways of thinking are often self-disqualification. Yeah. And I, I need to fit in this particular sort of lane or box. And if I do that, either, you know... I'll, I'll be accepted, accepted through some type of societal, you know, value. Yeah. Um, or he'd approve something or, you know, you go in with the wrong motive. Yeah. But to say, hey, I've got a skill set, you know, that I can bring to the table and this is of value and, and this is something that I can contribute, you know, to the larger community. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's an honesty in that yeah. rather than saying, how do I, you know, how do I sort of fit into this category of being an artist or, or whatever? Yeah. It's really celebrating creative expression. It's creating which is that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And also creating a bridge between the perception of what it, what it, or the categorization, the perception of what you think it is when you're a kid, however it was first oh, yeah, presented yeah, yeah. to you. Totally. And then finding like, I think also the understanding that, that really like embracing something is the process and not the outcome. Hmm. So yeah, much easier yeah, said than done. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is because we're so outcome driven. Yeah. You know, especially in our, um, I guess, you know, Western worldview, which is outcome, 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 outcome. Yeah. And when we're, we're driven so hard in that direction that uh, we, we forget the joy in, in process. Yeah. You know, so it's not just responsive to that sort of cliche you know it's journey not destination but yeah it's actually the joy of the journey yeah dude. and to actually take time and take stock and to pause long enough to say you know what i actually enjoyed this process yeah this process and i'm in the middle of it well i'm learning and like a good mate of mine says you know uh pressure is privilege yeah he said pressure is privilege you feel that pressure coming that's privilege because yeah. that's growth yeah and growth is actually what uh, you know, we need to take a hold of. Am I maturing? Yeah. Am I growing? Uh, you know, am I expanding? You know, all those sort of words you can put to it. But ultimately to say, you know, to where I am today, is it different than where I was yesterday? Yeah. And and how is that? Sometimes that's hard to quantify. Yeah, you're like, of oh, course. You know, how do I actually scale that value? Yeah, but, and in the moment, self-analysis is extremely hard, especially if you no. haven't been actively taking a data set of yourself in the past. Totally, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's hard to just do it off the cuff. Yeah. And be like, oh, yeah, where do I sit? Like in this, you know, sort of scale of growth. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. It's, it is a, it's something that comes with time. And it's the consciousness to recognize it over time. So you've yeah. actually got a spectrum, you know, to be able to understand where you were, where you are, where you're going. Yeah. Um, but when we're, we're so focused on outcome, 
we tend not to do that. You get lost in the source. That's what happens. <laughs> oh man, we just get we get lost sort of down the rabbit warren, and yeah. and uh, usually that leads to isolation, and then isolation leads to a whole heap of um, dangerous places. It's crazy. I've just um, have you read Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill? No, no. It it sounds like it's a book all about money. It's just a book all about mindset. Yeah. And the last okay, chapter okay. is about the six outwitting the six uh, ghosts of fear. Mm. And man, mm. I'm just finishing that chapter now and it's like, it perfectly describes how through these six fears, which are like, on the spot, I'm going to forget them. The, the one, yeah, one yeah. main one is the fear of poverty. <laughs> yeah, okay. The fear of poverty okay. is the biggest creator of settlement for mediocrity mm. and an average life mm-hmm. and not, no growth. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, if I step out, if maybe I am an artist, mm. I might lose all these things that I've already got. Yeah. yeah, yeah I might end up on yeah. the street. You know, I've never heard of a rich <clears> artist that, mm. and you come up with all these like reasons to procrastinate, reasons to doubt what could happen, reasons to come up with a negative outcome. And man, I mean, it's taken me, it probably took me like six months to understand that when I first started this kind of new endeavor Mm, of Black Ink for mm. for round two, it took me about six months to realize like, you're poor. Mm, You're mm, fucking poor. mm, That's mm. it now. You don't have money. And the money you do have is for this one mission that we're on. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then getting to the point where you're just like, Oh yeah, I don't need clothes. I don't need food. I don't need whatever. Mm. You know, I'm all good. I'm living. I'm mm. I'm busy on the mission now. Mm. And then getting so far over that fear of of poverty and not having anything and maybe this not working. Mm. That you're just so focused on the process. Yeah. On the yeah, what does yeah, today yeah. look like? What is this job in front of me right mm. now? What's the mm. best possible version of that job? Mm. And executing mm. and doing that mm. over and over and failing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. winning. Yeah. You yeah. know. And you get to a point where it's like finally, I've allowed myself to want more and to aspire mm, more than mm. aspire to have more than a life of mediocrity and and no growth yeah 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 yeah, yeah. because it's like man if, if if i can get over that fear i can get over all over all the other fears then you go well what what exactly is attainable for me in this life and yeah, you start yeah, chasing yeah, yeah. it yeah 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 oh how powerful well, is that where's that tipping point occur because i think that's uh you know there's a certain point isn't there often where you go well there was a tipping point there for sure like in between the provision of paying you know, paying your rent, mortgage, uh, you know, groceries, you know, your fundamentals, yeah. you know, shelter, food, of uh, place of rest, to be able to then go, all right, I've got some breathing room here. Yeah. You know, to actually take well, risks. Because that's a, I find there's there's often tension in that middle point. Of course. And at the end of the day, like the first thing that anyone will say to that who isn't in this position will go, well, how do I live? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. My yeah, answer, yeah. Um, and this is it, like I've talked about it heaps on the podcast, is my mm. partner. Like I got to a point and I ran out of money and we're living mm. in a caravan. Mm. Mm. You know, like we're literally like not not on the bottom rung, but it's like we didn't have, we no, it was a good and bad situation. We didn't have outgoings because we live for free in a caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I owned yeah, everything yeah. that was around us. Yeah. I said to Riz, I'm like, this is it. I'm out mm. of money. Mm. If you're going to support me, this is the moment. Mm-hmm. And that moment started, and it hasn't ended. She still pays for my groceries. She should. I pay for my rent. I pay for my insurances. I pay for my yeah, 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 regos yeah. and everything. But she keeps Jake alive. Right, 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 right. And you go, okay. Well, you had that thing coming. You're like, okay, cool. Mm. I'm also promising her an empire at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, promising yeah. her a beautiful uh, lifestyle for, for our family, for mm-hmm. the, the children mm-hmm. that are going to come. I'm going to yeah, have yeah. financial security. We're going to have freedom and time. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. part of the process is like if you're serious about your mission, whatever that is. Mm. You look for that anyway. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying that yeah, you find yeah, someone yeah, to, yeah. to support you, but whatever the situation arises, mm, you still mm. got to be the motherfucker who says, "Hey, I need you to help me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I need you yeah, to support yeah, me. Yeah. But I believe that, like that tipping point, mm. that tipping point happens when you take your shit seriously. Mm, when you mm. go, like, I get that I've got outgoings, 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. for it. Yeah, because yeah. if I keep doing what I keep what I'm doing now, I'm gonna be a truck driver when I'm 60. Mm, if I keep mm. doing what I'm doing, I'm gonna be this guy, but older and fucked and wishing yeah, I had yeah. done something. <laughs> oh, look, there's no. Uh, I mean, it reminds me of quite a great author, Brennan Manning, who's one of my favorite authors, and he says, you know, to live without risk is to risk not living. Yeah. And so there has to be. Now you can go calculated risk. You know, however you approach it, and you know, itemize. You know, those risk factors. Yeah. But to recognize it has to be an element that exists within this pursuit, you yeah. know, of, of goal setting and ambition and, sure. and mission to say, okay, what is the risk? Where does it sit? Yeah. And, and uh, what am I willing to trade? Because, yeah. you know, that's often the question is not, not so much vision. I mean, it is vision's an important, uh, you know, thing to unpack. Why is it that I'm doing what I do? Yeah. You know, what are the goals associated with it? But to recognize there's still risk within that. Yeah. It's not just, oh, this is what I want to do. Beauty. I'll get it tomorrow. It's like, all right, are we willing to grind? Yeah, I think um, a lot of that as well is like, I don't have a chief definite thing. I don't have like a red Ferrari that I'm working towards. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I just understand that, like, I think the thing in my mind that I'm working towards is abundance. Hmm. it's hmm. abundance and okay. whether that's okay. in being able to be generous in my community whether hmm. that's just strictly having 10 million bucks in the bank and 10 million coming in hmm. or whether hmm. that's abundance of time or an abundance yeah. of yeah. health yeah. or a combination of all of them and being like so stubborn on that idea of abundance and being so flexible on whatever path it takes to get there hmm. you know you said hmm. like what are you willing to trade in that what's the risk there hmm. and hmm. I feel like I mean have a real conversation with yourself if everything isn't the answer mm, then mm. go be normal go be average yeah go yeah, do yeah, that yeah, and yeah, when you've got yeah. a problem with it shut the fuck up and deal with it because mm, you chose mm, that mm. you know because the thing is like i think we take ourselves a little bit too seriously you got 80 years to fuck around mm, you know mm. and it's like we get this family we get a mortgage and we get mm. our career and we get our friends and we get a little echo chamber of what's going on yeah and then yeah, we defend yeah. it like it's the best thing in the world yeah and then we yeah, get yeah. jealous when we see someone else doing something better mm. on instagram mm, it's like mm, we'll trade mm, everything for to maybe get something mm, you know mm. and at the end of it if you don't have exactly what you wanted you'll have a hell of a better story than i'm a truck driver i think you can yeah i i agree in that sense that you can get lost uh, sort of lost in your own ambition when when it's too small. Yeah. You know, and we begin to create, like you said, we sort of, we fence around it yeah. and, and defend it and then uh, become jealous when we see someone else doing something mm. different. But it, it is, I think it's the recognition of and, and really valuing every day. Every day is building into yeah. uh, something bigger. Yep. And so it's, as soon as we lose sight of that, you know, it's like where my boys were talking about the value of a, you know, five cents. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I just found it on the floor. I said, yeah, but that's still valuable. That little five cents, if you add that to another one and another one, another one, you get yeah. to a dollar. Yeah. And uh, the boy's like, oh, yeah, a dollar. Uh, that's good. Like, I true. want a dollar. Yeah. And it's like, okay, okay. But you've got to value it. You've got to value those small amounts. You yeah. know, so when we're doing, you know, things around the house and whatever, not that it's always about financial gain, but to recognize that it's the contribution to something bigger. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, for us, it's that family culture, yep. you know, to say, hey, we take care of each other. You know, we love on each other. We look out. That's a big deal, man. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't start in those small bits, you can't just expect to get to the end and go, oh yeah, we've, we have a culture that we've never invested into. Yeah. And somehow now we've got this great outcome. That's, so, um, as like I'm 30, I've had a vasectomy for seven years. I was very 
strictly against never having kids. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm having all these things where like I'm crying when I see me mates, kids, you know, mm. you get in the car and you're like, fuck man, that was beautiful, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and the biggest thing like I find is the anxiety going into that decision of mm. like, you know, mm. we, I talk about my partner having kids and blah, 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 and obviously mm. building this to get to a point. And, yeah, yeah. But it's like the part that I'm most excited and most scared about is at the same time is exactly what you're talking about. Like mm. that building a family culture. This is us. This is what we do. We yeah. have yeah. Um, traditions. We have hard moments. We have great moments. Mm. You know, mm. we yeah, do. Oh yeah. It's yeah, together, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> and yeah, whether or not yeah. that's creating what, you know, for whatever reason I didn't have when I was a kid and recognizing the not failures, but like things that can be improved mm. on from my childhood. Yeah. And like applying that and then also like, taking bits and pieces from everyone else mm -hmm. that you hear about their experience as a parent and their experience as a child before. Big time. And then building this idea of like, but also like going into business, you have no fucking idea what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah, idea. Yeah. And yeah. every parent says that like, yeah, you can prepare yourself, but mm. just you wait. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Oh, look, your kids are, I can, I'll talk from myself is that, you know, they provide, they provide a mirror um, and, and they also provide a window. And what I mean is that you mirror in the reflection of uh, your own frailty, right? You know, and and also a window into possibility, right? To be able to look beyond my myself and look beyond, I guess, my own journey. Yeah. Ultimately, you want your kids to stand on your shoulders. Yeah. And say, yeah, man, yeah. look, look beyond what I'm seeing. Yeah, you know, go beyond. Yeah, yeah. It's to say, look, you don't have to experience something to know, uh, you know, that it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, there are times for that. But there's also times to absorb the wisdom of someone else and say, hey, they've been there, they've done that. I can actually learn from yeah. them and then I can apply their wisdom uh, to be able to, you know, circumnavigate, you know, these really complex, difficult challenges of life. Right. So for me and my boys, it's like, hey, if you can take some of the wisdom of my life that yeah. I've learned. It's for free, have it. Oh, have <laughs> it. Like it is there, you know, generously given to be able to stand on, look beyond and then to travel, yeah. you know, into into uh, the unknown. But but full of hope, full of purpose, you know, full of possibility. Right. Because, you know, you're, you're taking it from someone that loves you. Yeah. And that goes back to the culture. It's saying, is there, is there trust there? You know, and trust can obviously be broken, of course, but to cultivate that space to say, hey, my best is for you. Yeah. You know, and, and for your future. And so, yeah, man, I mean, I can, you know, being a dad is such a blessing. And to recognise... Um, there's times where you go, man, exactly what you're saying, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Where am I going? You know, and leaning for my wife and I, leaning on each other and say, let's just pump the brakes here. You know, obviously with the way we're going about this particular, you know, challenge, yeah. it's not working. What's not working? Stop, reassess. And like you said, business is, is often quite similar. Yeah. You know, we can get either just stuck in a rut and keep doing what we've always done, get what we've always got. Yeah or pump the brakes long enough to say, right, something's got to change here. Yeah. Something's got to change. That's a, that's a wild skill to get good at. I, I found especially what, like when I'm, this is all me. This yeah, all yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Everything is me. Every decision yeah, is yeah, me. Yeah. Every execution is me. So when you get this great idea mm, and you execute mm. it and you're three months down the track and you're looking at the data and you're like, this is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just a bad idea. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah, just yeah. go, now I'm going to start again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going to take everything that I learned from that, good and bad, and I'm going to start again. Mm, that mm. skill is, whew, that's, oh, that's one of the hardest ones to get and hold on to. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you sometimes you throw out a bad project and you're like, sweet, I'm the guy who can do that. And then you mm, get three months mm. into another bad project and you're like, 
I'd rather defend it than throw this one out. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if we look at all the information here, man, pride before the fall, hundred yeah. percent. And uh, and that is, I, it's it's a skill learnt through experience, learnt from the wisdom of others. It's learnt, uh, but it's something you never want to trade. Yeah. Because as soon as you get lost thinking, lost in a thought, now it's like the proverb says, every man's correct till he goes to his neighbour. It's yeah. like, yeah, totally. You can convince oh, yourself anything, man. That's great. But unless you're allowing people in to speak in, like sometimes we'll have that sort of self-revelation, like looking at the data and go, okay, this is pretty obvious. It's not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes we need crew to speak in and go, have you considered? What mm. about? Is the, you know, and to say, okay, all right, I'm going to sort of merge that into my own analysis, you know, and, and it might be, you know, chewing the meat, spit out the bones, but just the recognition that you're not always going to get it right. Yep. Um, and that uh, that's part of the creative process. Yeah. You know, people think that's disqualification, but it's just refinement. Yeah. Isn't it? To go, you know what, where I was 12 months ago, I've now sampled a whole heap of ideas. Some went pear shape, you know, some, some took off like gold. Yeah. But wow, the lessons I've learned through this being applied in my next five years. Yeah. Okay, that's maturity, that's growth, that's you know, that that's the good gear that you want to be yeah. um, developing, right? I feel like sometimes even your result, um, like sometimes not sometimes, I think what when you look at like good and bad things in these things that you try and you sample mm, and collect data, mm, mm. I find a lot of the times it's got less to do with like like what the result is or what you're doing. It's always about how you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. as a you know, I was a professional skater mm. then i was a uh, worked in mining as a process operator and then i had a coffee van yeah i was a yep. drove road trains mm. and then mm. i look now at the, the decisions that i make in business and like all the time i'll approach a new problem or a new mm. task yeah, and you yeah, use yeah, the structure cool. that cool. you had as a truck driver or yes. the structure that you yes, had as a yes, yes like the amount of things that fall back on what i learned as a speed skater are crazy mm. it's mm. crazy mm. and like mm. things that i the mantras that i lean on now are mantras that my coach gave to me during competition yeah 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 Wow. Yeah. And you're you not know? thinking back then, oh, this is going to be something I'll be leaning on in, you know, no. you know 15 years time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's sort of the uh, the accumulation of uh, of those lessons learned over time. Yeah. And I often think, hey, they're like chapters, you know, in this book. For sure. It's like, hey, there's a chapter, there's a chapter. But what we begin to understand is that chapters inform other chapters. Yeah. But sometimes there's space in between. You know, yeah. it's not just a sort of a linear progression. You know, sometimes it does bounce around like a pinball yeah. lessons where 10 years ago and we recall to mind and go, man, that is so timely for this moment, 10 years on. Yeah. You're like, whoa, yeah. I didn't even, you know, if someone asked me yesterday, what did I learn? Maybe you wouldn't be able to articulate, but often the moment sort of provides pressure once again to actually bring things back to memory yeah. and say, oh, because I've got pressure and because there's a level of desperation, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm starting yeah. to reflect. And as I'm reflecting, well, I'm like recalling these moments yeah. or advice or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. But going back to what you said earlier, I think when, it, when our default is comfort, uh, comfort's nice because we, we, we think sort of the cozy, warm, yeah. <clears throat> you know, element is actually what we've been designed for. But, uh, but there's, no, there's no reward. Yeah. There's no reward in it, and uh, and and without that, then there's no there's no impact. You know, there's there's nothing really changing. You know, we're just sort of caught in our own comfort. Yeah, um, yeah. And then again, go you after time, you start defending it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Say, well, this is my comfort. Yeah. Like, don't touch my comfort. Don't mess this. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so people start to 
you know, actually come with like sound advice and input into our lives and we resist it. We resist good advice yeah. because we see it as a threat to our comfort. That's right. Yeah, like, yeah, Don't yeah, mess with yeah, my comfort, yeah, you know, yeah. like, hey, 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 and someone's bringing sound advice and like yeah. wisdom and you're like, and, and we're blind to it because of our own pride. Sometimes you, know? you ask them for the opinion and they give it to you and you're like, no, nah, they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they're wrong. We ask for it because we think that's, uh, we, we know deep down sort of in the reservoirs of our, of our own self is that that's the right thing to ask. Yeah. But on the surface, we're resistant because of our own stubborn pride shenanigans. Interesting. And so we push back on it, right? And we go, ah. I feel like that knowing it's the right thing to ask comes from the same place in your mind that actually has all the answers. Like I've found right, that right, right. I've got this massive, like almost a void of answers mm, that mm. only respond when I ask the right questions backed by either faith or mm, backed by mm. desperation or whatever yeah, it might yeah, be. Yeah. You know, you sit there and you're just like, you know, why did she break up with me? Or right, why yeah, did yeah, this yeah, happen? Yeah, why yeah, did this yeah. not work? You know, and then you pull the answer out. It's like, oh, because because you're actually like a piece of shit or because you're not good at what you do or mm. because you didn't pay attention to this, mm. you know? Mm. And it's like a lot of those, and they're, they're very surface level things that I'm, only because I can't come up with good examples yeah, on the yeah. spot. <laughs> but point being is like, I find yeah, there is yeah. somewhere there in all of us that we know, mm. you know? Mm. And even when you're talking to people and you're mm. hearing their answer, you kind of knew it beforehand within yourself, but mm. you're confirming mm. it by hearing it from another human yeah, yeah, and yeah, justifying yeah. your experience yeah, and yeah. the conversation and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the, the access to that lies with a, with a gatekeeper called ego. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the answers are all there and your ego's like, but I already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to ask yeah, this dickhead, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> it rears its ugly head, man. And, it, and its head pops up when we need the advice the most. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that's the nature of it, you know, yeah. is that it will always want to get the spotlight. Yeah. You know, when we actually need to sort of be in the shadow of someone else's wisdom. You know, so that's where we've got to recognize, okay, why am I having a response? Because yeah. it's often not about the person. Uh, it's, it's about, I guess, what they're saying and how that sort of correlates to maybe a, another experience, yeah. which is in a totally different context. And then we're trying to sort of apply the same approach. Yeah, you're trying to put yeah. it on top of and make it fit. Totally. We're yeah. sort of uh, superimposing that. And, and the danger is that because of this past experience, yeah you know, say trigger or whatever word, is that then we become resistant to this current moment, which is actually good. Yeah. And so, like, all right, I've got to go, I've got to rewind a little bit. Yeah. I've got to sort some stuff Reassess. out. Reassess. Let me yeah, just have yeah, a good yeah, look yeah. at this without this set of eyes that I have at the moment as well. Totally, man. Yeah, it's those lenses, you know, it's those filters that, you know, we got that sort of red pair of sunnies on and then we're convinced everything's red. Yeah. And it's like, ah, you got to take the filter off. Yeah. You know, eventually. that filter's like whatever it might be it could be like disappointment with a business venture yeah and then we're like oh man i'm just not built for business because yeah. of one experience and it's like yeah that's not necessarily true though because you've self-disqualified based on a moment yeah but we got to recognize moments in and of themselves you know shouldn't define who we are right you know and i was talking to someone the other day and um you know they're in uh recovery at the moment you know through um you know substance abuse and and they said, oh, I kind of don't want to say it. They were applying for some jobs. And they're mm. like, I, there are moments I mention it and there are moments I don't. And they said, ultimately, I just don't want to be defined by that. Mm. They say, I'm not trying to hide from it. You know, that's part of my story. And yeah. I'm not trying to delete my own story. But I am trying to say that that's a chapter of my life. Yeah. Now, and it was a big chapter, but that's just a chapter. I'm, I am actually more than that chapter. Yeah, of course. And so 
I thought, man, that really sort of struck a chord with me to say, <clears throat> how often do I allow a moment to define, yeah, you know, my life? Yeah, definitely. I was like, well, okay, okay, okay. This is a moment. And it's significant, it's relevant, but it doesn't need to define the week yeah. or the month or the year. You or know, it's life, like, you know? oh, my life. Yeah. I think that's hard though. Like, unfortunately, um, you know, like significant events like death and, um, oh, you yeah. know, addiction, yeah. Uh, yeah. failure, massive failure, yeah. all these yeah, things yeah, yeah. tend to have like a shadow or a linger. Yeah. And I don't feel like it, I don't, Dude, as a 30-year-old who hasn't gone through too much trauma, I'd say. Like, mm. I've been through failure, but not real trauma. Mm. I don't know mm. if it's a character trait to hold on to these things sometimes or whether it's just like a comfort where you're like, this is now my thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and like I can, the, the reason that I don't get up in the mornings is because. Mm. The mm. reason that I don't achieve things, the reason that business didn't work is because. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, and it's like, yeah. I don't want to call it a woe is me attitude, but boiled mm. down, it is. You know? Yeah, oh, man. And we're all vulnerable to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, right. that's the thing is like, We've all got our we've all got our stories, and and it's not a comparable thing, you know. Just especially when it comes to say trauma or pain or heartache, or yeah. it's relevant to the individual, yeah. you know. And it's um, I guess that relativity to say, well, that was significant for you, yeah. So there's value in that. Uh, you can't stay there though, you know. And that's a danger. It's like old old furniture. Yeah. Oh man, it's <clears> the way you know. It's just always been there, you know. And then that begins to define who you are. Now, the danger of that is that it, it restricts growth, Yeah. ultimately, yeah. you know, and then we begin to take comfort in it. And this comes back to this word of comfort, is to say, oh, that's just who I am. Yeah. And as people begin, begin to speak into that and like reaffirm it and be like, oh, that's, oh, that's Andrew, yeah, no, he's, yeah, that's just who he is. Man. Then all of a sudden we're just conclusive. Dude, that, but I grew up hearing that a lot and I really never, really ever like agreed with it. But, mm. you know, oh, that's just Jake because that's, that's how Jake is. And I always came up with this like analogy that's over the top and it's over the top for a reason. Yeah, go, oh, yeah, yeah. Timmy, yeah, Timmy's a pedophile. Don't worry about it. That's, that's who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, no, yeah. Timmy. Yeah. You're not allowed yeah. to be a fucking pedophile. I'm sorry. Totally, you know? man. Totally. So it's people like, oh, you know, he's just a grouchy bastard. Don't worry about him. It's like, well, no, he needs to pull his head in. Mm, you know, mm, it's mm. like, and I, the the thing that I would hate to be is the person who is, oh, that's just Jake. That's just how he is. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah if there's something yeah. that I can change or I can better, unless they're saying totally. like, oh, he's just a creative bastard. That's just how he is. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> but if it's anything 100%. below neutral, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, no, let's look at that. You know, yeah, yeah. Going back just a sentence. So, um, the the willingness to let it be the excuse as to why you don't wake up, you know, the pain, yeah, the trauma, yeah, yeah. that is just as negative as the reason to not look at it and skip by it. Mm, Something horrible mm, happens mm. and people are like, how are you? Like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, right, like, right, right. You're not looking at it. Yeah, yeah, You've got yeah, to yeah. be there and you've got to look at it for a while. Yeah, you have to yeah, take it yeah, all in. Yeah. You'll know when it's over. And that's this is the thing. When you know it's over or when you feel like, fuck, this has been going on for so long and I've been hurting mm, for so long, it's mm, like mm. that is a time to then go, okay, cool. How do we work past this? How do we get the data and move on? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, there needs... And, and timing is obviously the uh, the pivotal element here, but there has to be a confrontation yep. of that yep. because without the confrontation, you know, and people m might sort of unpack that different ways, you know, skeleton in the closet, so on and so forth, but to actually confront those elements. Yep. And there, there is a need to rewind. I don't subscribe to the idea that, you know, always forward, always forward, always forward, always forward, because it does actually, uh, I think, dilute and, and sometimes, you know, mismanage uh, the responsibility of, of actually dealing with 
with things in our life, yeah. in our past. And also the process of being a human. Yeah, yeah, and going yeah. back and saying, ah, that thing is still lingering. It's yeah. still lingering, you know, like how do I unpack it? Maybe hey. that's professional counselling, you know, maybe that's just sitting down with that person, you know, given, you know, a healthy circumstance and yeah. situation. But there needs to have mechanisms in place, you yeah. know, so that you can have have resolve, not just bury stuff, yeah. not just be like, oh, that was then, this is now, and I'm moving on. Yeah. But to actually say, no, that's still part of my story, yeah. and that was rough as guts, but I'm hey. not going to let it define who I am, and and I'm going to grow from that, and actually allow it to be an encouragement to other crew. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a big thing. I always found with skating, hey, good girl, it's all good. It was a door. <laughs> We're all good. She's too good of a security system, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, you know when you do a sport and you train every day, mm, you know mm. that some days you rock up, you do everything right. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah, slept, yeah, yeah. you're hydrated, yeah. you ate properly, you've done everything, you rock up and your legs are heavy. Mm, you know, mm, and, mm. and you know, your fucking lace snaps in your boot. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, second yeah. corner in, you fall over and you get like a stupid fall, not even yeah. a real fall, a stupid fall. And you're just like, oh, some days just fucking suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to get into the whole cliche, like you need to have bad days to appreciate good days. That's not the conversation. Yeah. The conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. is the day that you rock up to national championships, you're the favorite to win. This is your day. This is your mm, moment. Mm, and your legs mm. are heavy and you fall over on the second corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Having that as, as uh, effective and as mm. powerful and as useful as the day that you rock up to a local competition and you're fucking around, you do it over and you win and everyone's happy and it's yeah, a great yeah, moment. They're yeah, both yeah, the same yeah, thing. They're yeah, both yeah, valuable yeah, yeah. and they both have heaps to take away from them. Man, I think the more to be able to live that out, uh, man, that's such a gift. It's such a gift to, to recognize those contrasting, the value of those contrasting experiences. For sure. Because one is, is celebrated, you know, societally, yeah. you know, like on that, uh, societal level to say he's champion he won high fives high fives high fives and then when something goes pear-shaped there usually is just silence yeah and now we sort of claim the silence as a, like a, a mark of respect <laughs> but ultimately yeah. we often just don't know what to say yeah because we don't actually celebrate it so much often like retrospectively we do we're like yeah oh, i'm sure you learned something out of that experience but in the moment that's Horrible. actually where we've got to be vocal and go mate I know it's hurting right now. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be okay. You know, tomorrow's a new day. And not just, you know, palming it off. Recognising, hey, there's weight. Yeah. But this is a moment. Yeah, for sure. It's a moment that will pass. And man, that's been, that's served me so well in, in my life. And having crew to step in in hard times to say, yeah, this is, you know, there's no beating around the bush. It's like, this is just rough. Yeah. But this, this season will pass. Yeah, I know, just kind of delving into that, one thing that I've realized now as I'm growing, I've realized just recently, I'm like hell in, invested in community. Yeah, I yeah, fucking yeah, love yeah, the idea yeah, of yeah. like giving people a reason to do things and That's like cool. be together That's and cool. that. And one of the biggest things I found is like, I get emotion, I get an emotional response when I see people in movies and TV shows mm. and there's like, I know it's all fucking written and you know yeah, 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 yeah it's happening like that because someone wanted you to see that but when something happens and someone's there and says the exact mm. right thing and i feel like there's been heaps of times in my life mm. when there was just no one 
who said the right thing. They yeah, just weren't yeah, there, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's not that they weren't there physically, it's that they were there and maybe they didn't recognize that moment mm. for me or maybe they recognized it and didn't feel confident or comfortable doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reality is to be that person, you need to be such a bad experienced motherfucker mm. who is mm. confident mm. and going up to a stranger mm. being like, who's fallen over and you're like, hey, you okay? Yeah, Here's yeah, my yeah, hand, yeah. come up, yeah. what'd you hurt? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got to be yeah. somewhere, fuck where I've got to be, you okay? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, I'm now a bit of a side tangent, but I'm now trying to like exercise that muscle. Mm, I'm trying to get mm, good at that you know, cool. because that's I want cool. to be the person who like, who has fallen enough times to know that when you fall, I know exactly what that feels like. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, fine. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah, Let's yeah. go get a coffee. It's chill. It's today. It's not tomorrow. Yeah. You know, there is an intimacy through pain and it's a, it's a hard thing to, there's so much emotion wrapped in these, you know experiences yeah. that it's not it's not something that you're going to sit unless you want to you know look like a complete muppet but it's not something you're just going to sort of sit someone down and go through you know sort of theological unpacked lesson but yeah but there is intimacy through pain yeah. and a good friend of mine wrote a book uh a few years back and and it was about miscarriage and and um children that she had lost through that process and she spoke she speaks of pain and i guess the healthy journey through pain uh, and correlates that to duck diving under a wave. Right. She said, often we just stand there and, uh, and we just get pummeled by it. Yeah. You know, the waves coming, that pain, that trauma, and it just takes us out. We get back to the same point and then it comes again. And, and we just live in this repetitive cycle. I'm yeah. just getting smashed by this wave. She said the duck diving is, is how to actually move through it. But as you duck dive, there is this uh, this moment of fear. What if I don't come up the other side? Yeah. What if I get lost in the act of of, of duck diving? Yeah. And and how that, I guess, one takes courage. Uh, it takes community. It yeah. takes you know the intimacy of community of people to, you know, have that empathy and and to be able to support and say, yeah. duck diving is what you need. Mm. You know you you don't just need to be smashed by this again and again and again. There is actually a way to move through it and under it, and it's going to feel like you're drowning. Yeah. Halfway through it, you're going to go, this is the worst decision I've made. Yeah. You know, and, and I should have just let it take me out. You know, I should have just stood where I've always stood. Yeah, yeah, and done what I know. Yeah, and done mm. what I've known. And, and, and to an extent, I understand that because we have, uh, you know, these sort of formulaic responses. Yeah. A plus B equals C. And I know that and I can control that. Yeah. And so that's what I'm going to apply because I know a particular outcome I'm going to get. Sticking with the devil we know. Mate, and that's and it, it's an attractive thing. If it wasn't attractive, we wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. something that has, uh, yeah, we recognize the comfort in it. And because comfort is often our default, we, we gravitate that direction. But then there's the dissatisfaction as well that we've got to wrestle with, yeah. which is where the duck diving comes in to say, is there another way? And dude, that pool of all those answers mm. also mm. knows subconsciously mm. when you stood there and pummeled through the, and you're like, fuck, and it yeah, just sits yeah. there and goes like, you know that you're enjoying this. Mm. You know mm. that you're going to stay here because you've got all the reasons why you've yeah, done this yeah. before, this yeah. works, rah, rah, rah. But you know, whether it's a duck dive, whether it's jumping over the wall, whether it's running the other way, there is another option mm. and you haven't done any of them. Yeah, yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, like I, I had a missus that cheated on me like fucking crazy amounts, mm. crazy mm. amounts. And the best thing I ever did 
was like looked at myself and said like dude that was your fault mm. you were with her you mm. knew she had that tendency mm. you know it's like you mm. knew that that was mm. and you thought that you were different you're yeah. the dickhead right 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 not her you know what i mean play is gonna play that's how it's gonna work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think that applies across the board mm. you know when you mm. win that's your fault when mm. you lose that's your fault mm. when anything happens that's your fault and this goes back to that in a similar way like i'm betting everything so yeah, if it all fails, yeah, 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 yeah. that's on me. I'm happy with that. But if I win, mm, fuck everyone. Mm. I decided to win, mm, you know? Mm. And like, I'll be generous with the winnings. I can't wait to have something to give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. at the end of the day, like, if there is abundance there, I can say like, fuck yeah, I took responsibility for everything I wasn't good and everything I was good at. Mm, and I refined my style. Mm. I shaped myself into a legend, as yeah, I say yeah, in yeah. my prayers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, oh, yeah, the responsibility of our own, of our own actions and own choices you know there are things on the on the peripheral and because we're not islands i mean we can be but yeah. you know we're not designed for that is that our stories continue to overlap with the people around us yeah continually now sometimes that's like a real quick in and out you know type of moment where you're just chatting a bit of banter and then you're moving on yeah but irrespective of the length of time that our stories overlap there's value in them yeah you know sure. so you like meet someone for a minute boom they speak into your life and you walk away going whoa yeah, yeah, Whoa, yeah. Whoa, man, the time of that was so significant, but that was only a minute. Yeah. You never see that person again. And then we know people for 20 years and we've never really had a heart to heart. We've never actually expressed, you know, in honesty and we've never, but we've got length of time. Yeah. So we can't always go, right, length of time correlates to, you know, depth. Value and quality. and Yeah, yeah because we can just sort of skip through life and, and uh, sort of overlap our stories. But then there's moments where you find something out about someone or they've gone through something or you're like, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Why don't I even know that? That's because my life's not actually sort of woven in with theirs. Yeah. You know, like on, on a surface level, yes. But when the rubber hit the road, I wasn't a person that they wanted to share that with. Yeah. And so to have that self-reflection, like you say, to take responsibility and go, okay, I can't be that for everyone. Everyone can't be that for me. Yeah. But who are the people in my world where I am actually being vulnerable with? Yeah, dude, that's um, that's a hard one, hey. I've oh. just, I had a, <laughs> yeah. without going yeah. into it too deep, because I'll be able to figure it out if I uh, say too much, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a very good friend who made an interesting decision recently that made me really question how they make their decisions. Right, yeah, yeah. I got on the phone to mum, I'm like, can you fucking believe you did this? And of course, mum being mum, she jumped on my side. And we're talking about it again yeah, this yeah. morning, just before you showed up actually, and I was saying, mm. um, you know, I'm, I'm reconsidering what I said. Mm. And mm. she goes, why is that? And I said, because I have no fucking idea what's going on in his life. Mm. Mm. Not the single... No, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. In fact, right, I got a bit right. of information the other day about his life and I'm like, why wouldn't he tell me that? It's like, because you're not talking. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, not, yeah. Not in a bad way, but you, you're not on the phone to him every day. Yes. You yeah, know, like yeah, the friends yeah. that I am on the phone to every day, I know everything that's going on. Yeah, yeah, you know, The yeah. bike parts I've ordered, yeah, I know yeah. what, day, what time they're coming. I know everything, mm. you know? Mm. And this person here, I've gone out so confidently on a ledge and assumed yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's in this this situation that I think he is and then he's made this decision which has upset me and all I've gone yeah. is gone like, well, I'm upset, <laughs> yeah. I'm hurt. My experience was not what I expected. Why totally. would you do that to me? Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And man, like I imagine that, yeah. I mean, and I, I imagine like this is what we do. Like mm. I, I know nothing about what's going on in your life mm. and I take these bits mm. that you've told me and I build yeah, this picture yeah, and I go, yeah, that's yeah. Andrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And yeah. then you do that yeah. with 
I mean, I do that with my partner. Mm, I do that mm. with my close friends. I do that with my customers, with my yeah, audience, yeah, yeah, with yeah, my yeah, community. Yeah. But the reality is, you know, fuck all. We're all just trying to survive every day, mm, you know? Mm, mm. Oh, what a oh, bizarre... Man. We, yeah, we're so quick. And it's, man, it's a great comment that, uh, you know, we, we dump our assumptions on people based upon our own opinion, which is driven by our own emotions, yeah. you know, for the purpose of we don't know why. The purpose of closure, I think. Well, that's a good point. Maybe it's closure. Maybe it's sometimes we uh, we just want to have an opinion on something. Yeah, you know, and that's been a challenge, you know, to me. And and often my wife will call me out when I'm trying to like give an opinion on something that actually has no relevance. Yeah, and I I don't necessarily need an opinion on it. She'll be like, it's okay to say you just don't know. Yeah, and I'm dude. Like, oh, is it? <laughs> and so we sort of we're led to believe that, and I think. You know, without I'm not trying to handball responsibility. Maybe this, maybe this is the you know the point we're raising is that social media. You know, there's different um, you know channels that are driven by commentary, yeah, driven by opinion. You know, so on and so forth. And then to get caught up in that and to say, I need an opinion on this person's life over here, yeah. Um, when really, actually, all I need to do is just flick a message and say, Hey, thinking of you, love you. Yeah, yeah. It's not an opinion, it's just stating a fact. Dude. Rather than, and that person might open up and say, hey, I'm going to let you in, but you're not extending love in the hopes that they're going to let you in as a driving reason. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just, I'm just, you know, just a reminder, man. Love you, thinking of you. Hope you have a crew around you. I might be one of those people in the future, yeah. but irrespective, I'm going to love you without that condition. Dude, you know what I realized lately is uh, I'm not a businessman. I'm a man who practices business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a Harley rider. I'm someone who practices riding my Harley. That's cool. That's and one cool. thing that I realized that if I want to be 60 and have a community and friends around me, I mm. need to be someone who practices having friends and community <laughs> around me right now. <laughs> right. I need yeah. to be able to have conversations. I need to be able to walk yep. into those rooms. I need to be able to do things that scare me. Yes, And I need yes, to practice yes. them over and over and over. Not until I'm a master, but until I practice them more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. This idea that people go like, oh, this person's not much of a friend. They don't really check in anymore. When was the last time you messaged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off your fucking horse, dude. <laughs> Get off your horse. You both got phones. You both got unlimited yeah, free messages. Yeah. You both have all the internet in the world. The excuse is probably the same thing mm. they're using against you. Oh, Be the role model. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Nine times yeah. out of ten. I'm and, happy to uh, message all my friends first forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I get to keep them in my life, like being, being completely pretentious about mm, the fact, mm. I win. Mm, you know, mm, if I get mm. to keep you in my life and I think you're valuable and I want to be around you and all that takes yeah, is me reaching yeah, out to you yeah, yeah. once a week, once a fortnight, once a month, I win. Mm, so even at the mm. bottom of all this, when you only serve yourself, it's like even if that's what you rely on, it's like yeah, take the yeah, win, yeah, reach yeah, out, yeah. you know? Yeah, and all the value and the positives that come from that. It's, it's often, well, I think, in my own life, has been, it's the offence. Yep. It's the offence that causes us to pull back. Yep. You know, or they're not doing it because of... X, Y, Z, assumption and, and, and so on What and we're so talking forth. about before. 100%. And to recognise that, um, you know what, maybe they've, maybe they've just had a rough week. Maybe they forgot. Maybe the, it's actually vast majority of the time uh, got nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's things happening and, and uh, you know, that could be a myriad of, of different circumstances. But to make that first move, and that's what this one thing my dad would always sort of drill in, you know, especially in those teenage years, you know, where emotions are high, offence is high, because often offence is running, you know, in tune yeah. with that emotion. And for my dad, he would often go, all right, all right, all right. 
when's the last time you did something for someone else? Yeah. So as soon as that vortex became into that sort of self-absorbed uh, mentality, it was that shift, it was that recalibrating and dad to say, okay, I'm not saying that's not for yeah. you. He's probably thinking, oh, mate, come on. Yeah. Like, you know, put your head in and, you know, but in, you know, graciously, he's saying, okay, I can see that's important to you. I can see it's significant, yeah. you know, very gracious. He's probably thinking, that's absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, when's the last time you reached out to someone? Yeah. When's the last time you checked in? When's the last time you gave your time? When was the last, you know, and it was yeah. just that continual <clears throat> reminder to say, you know what, each day I have the opportunity to extend myself yeah, um, and to give of myself and not in the pursuit of getting something back, but just the genuine care for other people. Oh, and dude, the responsibility of being a human. Mm. Like, yeah. As soon as we become, oh, yeah, what am I getting out of it? How's it going to benefit me? You know, like all those, all those things that self is always going to promote, uh, it tends to go pear-shaped pretty quick. Yeah. And, and isolation rides on its back. It's weird, man. The, the um, Robert something Asaki I forget his last name he wrote thing uh no rich dad poor dad oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah one of the yeah. tenants is you like not you got to spend money to make money but you have to give money away for money to come to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that really works yeah yeah the yeah, more yeah. I look at yeah. trying to make money the less I make and the more I just pour it into a spe- and I know this sounds like I'm promoting myself but the more you pour it into local business and people yeah, where yeah, it yeah. really actually affects their life yes yes yes. you know you just go like that's how much it costs I don't want mates rates I want you to charge me what it costs because yeah, I know yeah, that you're yeah. doing the same as me the more you do yeah, that yeah. dude that snake eats its tail quicker than you think mm, and mm, all of a sudden mm. like you'll find like I've, I pull myself right down to within 50 bucks of zero mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. the time and then you look at your bank balance the next day and you're like I've got three grand like yeah, oh, I'm, I'm living yeah, again yeah. you know and yeah, it's because yeah. I just fearlessly outside of that fear of poverty I'm mm, like I know how the mm. system works and I lean on it Yeah, yeah I lean yeah, on it yeah, and that's yeah, the exact yeah. same in compassion mm-hmm. that's the exact same in like generosity yeah 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 these yeah. things are the. it's like in one way, if you technically look at it, if I message 10 people with the intention of just reaching out mm, mm. every week for the next 10 weeks, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, I'll yeah. probably get three of them that I'll build a really strong backwards and forwards. Mm, I'm doing this, mm, I'm doing that. Hey, yeah. I had this happen. I'm struggling. I had this happen. I'm winning. Yeah, you know, yeah, whatever yeah, it might yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, technically yeah. speaking, I know that I'll probably get a result from that. Mm, mm. Looking at it more spiritually, mm. I know that if I just put into the world, mm, the world will mm. put into me. Oh, look, you're, you're reaping what you sow. Yeah. And I know that's, I mean, that's, that's something that when lived, and, and ultimately evidence is the greatest persuader. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you've actually got to live it. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about it till we're blue in the face, but until you actually implement, you know, put it into practice, put it into motion, that's where conviction comes. Yeah. To say, oh, this is, this is for real. This actually has um, an outworked, uh, I guess, I don't want to say, well, I guess a truth, you know, because it is truth in, in that respect of, you know, reaping what you sow and to be able to invest in others and not just financially either, because we think we hear the word invest and we go money. Yeah. But the investment of time, the investment of energy, you know, energy, yeah. emotion, uh, that's something that has really, and it continues to challenge me because when finances are tight, the hands grab tighter. Yeah. You know, you got, it starts to dwindle down. You're holding even tighter and tighter and tighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as you get more, oh, there's a bit of release. Oh, now that I've got a few thousand, I could spend, I could give a couple of dollars. Yeah. But the challenge is 
can you do it when you've got little? When you've got, yeah. And that is the challenge. Dude, this is how I know I'm generous. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, when I've got nothing, I still fucking give away. It's like, dude, I'd, I'd rather yeah. us both. This is the thing. Like, if I've got a bag of chips and we're sitting here and we're both hungry and I go, fuck you, who am I? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, we're two hungry people with one bag of chips. 100%. You yeah. know? Yeah. And as soon as we begin to, uh, I'm always wary if a conversation in chatting with people and also in reflection in my own life, if the language begins to turn towards when I have dot, 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 I will do dot, dot, dot. Yeah. As soon as that language begins to come like, oh, look, I'll be generous when I get this. If I had a million bucks, I'd give half it away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, nah, man, because it comes back down to the heart. Yeah. You know, if you're generous with little, the indicator is that you'll be generous with much. Yeah. You know, if you forgive little, you know, forgiven much to be able to actually extend out of a, a practice rather than a self-promotion. Yeah. So it's the bag of chips. Like, mate, I'll break a half a Tim Tim. Although a good mate of mine, when we tried to do that once, he's like, I was like, just have it, man. He's like, yeah. no, nah, let's split it. I was like, no, nah, I kind of want one or none. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, man, I just want to split a Tim Tam with you. I was like, it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> no, honestly, I'm giving you my yeah, half. <laughs> I'm contributing. He's like, I know you want it. I was like, I do. Yeah, I want the whole thing. I want thing. the whole thing, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, bite off the ends and uh, I'll have the first second and get out the rest. <laughs> he's like one of my best mates and it was just this like weird, we'd been traveling for a while. It was like this sort of like weird, like little tension thing when you're not, when you're living on little. Yeah. And uh, anyway, it was just those moments that you're reminded again to say, hey, give it what you have in the moment uh, and don't just, you know, bank, uh, you know, a particular virtue away for when you think, yeah. you know, you will have the ability because I'll guarantee you if you're not generous with a dollar uh, you can forget about having a thousand yeah yeah because yeah. it's not just gonna transfer dude this this realization or this like you know bit of information that everything is a practice mm. has been like so uh, like enabling yeah that's for cool. me you know you cool. like and things like actually it's been interesting because this past week I've had a bunch of uh, difficult situations to walk into yeah okay, right okay. so I had Saturday morning, I went to FitStop and I was recording their game day mm-hmm. for them to get clips. Okay, and one okay. of, part of that was being on rollerblades, which mm. I've kind of cross-pollinated two skills I've got, getting good content and being a really good rollerblader. Yeah, sick. So now I get these awesome rolling shots. But at seven o'clock in the morning, when you've got a bunch of people you don't know who are all dressed up and they're you know, looking attractive and doing exercise mm. and you put on mm. rollerblades yeah, yeah, yeah. with a foot-long <laughs> ponytail, you know, that's a really hard thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then I had, uh, you know, so there's a fit stop. I went to an agenda briefing for the first time I've been in the city chambers. Mm. Um, I went to a council meeting last night. I did see that photo. Oh, yeah, very how, sharp, very how sharp. exciting. <laughs> I bought that shirt especially for that Nice, night. nice. <laughs> um, the, I, had a, I had court on Monday doing a burnout on my Harley. Still mm. a difficult thing to stand up and say, I'm a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did the wrong thing. I got caught, you know. Um, And also going to the Fit Stop uh, after party at Baby. I want to call it Barbados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, all of them Mm. were really hard to walk into. Mm. Extremely Mm. hard. And Mm. you got to walk in and be the black ink guy that everyone sees online. Everyone expects you to be the, hey, how you going? I'm fucking motivational. Yeah, yeah. You know. (laughs) And... The thing that I realized with going into the council meeting mm. last night is that I was so much better last night than this than this time last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just got yeah. reps in. Yeah. I've been yeah. practicing. 
you know, and you get to a point where it's not like I'm confident walking because mm. I've done it so many times I know what I'm doing. Mm. I have mm. permission to be the dumbest guy in the room because I'm practicing. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. I'm an apprentice. I'm the guy who's asking the question, not giving mm. the answer. Mm. So mm. when you go like, oh, I'm just practicing, mm. that gives you permission to be shit at everything to begin with. Mm. And then mm. also to still be in the middle of the process and not at the result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, yeah, yeah. ongoing. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's a tough one when expectations change around that because you know there's that sort of personal self-reflection of you know practice and yeah. you know the allowance to make a mistake but as you obviously commit to a craft or you know whatever that context might be then there's an expectation that rises as well yeah and sometimes we i think what i recognize is that that expectation can actually uh, disallow that person in my own mind from making a mistake mm-hmm. So rather than seeing that person as someone who's learning and growing and, you know, who's going to make mistakes and learn from them and so on and so forth, I've actually raised my expectations so high on this person for a particular outcome that I'm not even giving them the room to grow anymore. And I think that's where being able to maintain kind of the innocence of that approach, even with people who are in positions. Now, expectations are fine. They should be an expectation. For sure. As things develop and grow and an expectation you know, on our, on our mayor, uh, an expectation business leaders, an yeah. expectation, you know, of, um, you know, various people in various circumstances, contexts, but to also give them the allowance, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the grace to actually be someone who is learning yeah. and to <clears> recognise <throat> that as they do something, we're not just jumping on them, you know, it's like, take their head. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, okay, what was... And it's hard to quantify once again to know, all right, well, what was the motive of the person? Yeah. Because you know that most people making mistakes, their motive's still good. Yeah. They just gave it a crack. It went, it didn't go the right direction. How far the uh, the impact of that decision obviously depends on, you know, the sort of the scale of the choice. But yeah, yeah. to recognise, hey, this person's giving it a crack. Yeah. You know, it didn't work out, but it doesn't make this person a bad person. It also, it's easy if you want to look for the positive there is this is the sort of person who gives it a crack. Yeah, and this is the type of people you want to be rubbing shoulders with is to go, you know what? This person, (laughs) it didn't work out. I think that's pretty plain to see, but they gave it a go. They live with risk. They actually are able to hopefully take away from this, grow, mature, so on and so forth. But if you're just hanging out with people who are talking about taking risk all the time. You become a person who talks about taking risk. That's all you are. And all it is is just opinion-driven, uh, you know, echoes, yep. you know. And and ultimately, for me, I know my own journey. I had to get to a point where it's like, hey, I love you, but I need to start taking some risk. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, but just do this. I remember a time where um, a good mate of mine, I was at a real cross-section of life, sort of where to go and... And, um, and I was offered my first salary, you know, I never had a salary or right. never, you know, been employed in that, you know, in that way. And for me, it was like, whoa, just seeing a number. So, yeah. you know, like, this is what you'll get if you give me a year, you yeah, know, yeah, of, yeah. of your time and skills and energy and so on. I was like, wow, I think it was like 40,000 or, or something like that. Yeah. But then there was this other pathway, which is basically no money. <laughs> yeah. And it was, but it was upskilling. You know, it was through training and, and uh, going to university, yep. even though that only lasted a year. But 
I knew that was sort of the path less traveled, as it were. Yeah. And there was a lot more unknowns. You know, I've got the known, which is the 40,000 sitting yeah. over here. <clears throat> the security. And it, it was a good opportunity. It was a good mate. He's still one of my best mates. And so it wasn't a bad thing. But to actually discern in those moments and say, where am I going to grow? Yeah. And I knew in my gut it was the unknown, no money <laughs> venture. Yeah. And thankfully, you know, this mate of mine was wise enough to support that as well. Yeah. He just said, mate, if you go that direction, I'm all for it yeah, as well. Yeah, all good, go for like, it. Like, I'd be stoked if you come with me. Yeah. But if you go this way, and look, at the end of that year, I ended up, I said to him, I was like, I don't think I want to continue, like yeah. doing this university course. And he said, why are you feeling the pressure that you do? I said, oh, just the expectation, you know, yeah. like expectation from the uni, expectation from the lecturers. And, yeah. and he just said, have you grown? I was like, yep. Sweet. He's like, brilliant. Got it. He said, where are you off? And I ended up, you know, this, the story goes, get engaged, moved to Canada, got married. And, right. um, you know, it's my beautiful wife, Drea. And here we are back in Bunbury and, you know, and all the chapters in between. Yeah. But just that question, have you grown? All right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, take that forward. Yeah, for sure. And I said to the lecturer, I said, yeah, I'm going to wrap up. He's like, what do you mean? You've only done a year, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you know what? I've learned what I needed to learn. Yeah. Because I don't actually intend to become, I was studying interior design. I said, I don't actually have a passion to become that as a, you know, as a pathway or yeah. career or whatever you want to call it. I said, I, I just come here to learn. Mm. And I've done that and I've grown and I'm good. Yeah. And I'm so grateful. I was like, thank you so much for everything you taught me. Yeah. And there were certain things that this particular lecturer spoke into me, man, really changed my own, uh, my own, I guess, mentality in yeah. taking risk. Yeah, that's the So shit. I was like, high five, thank you. And he was a bit like, oh. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Like, yeah. you're stoked, but you're leaving, but you're actually doing okay here. Like, you know, yeah. like you're getting okay grades and whatever else. I said, nah, I'm, I'm moving to Canada. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. married, man. <laughs> it's just like, dude, go you. <laughs> there's something weird about that, um, like, sureness of intuition when you get good at it. Yeah, that yeah, people yeah. see and they're just like, how are you doing this? And you're like, I don't know, but it's the right thing. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And like, even if this takes me further into poverty, further mm. into like discomfort, further yeah, into yeah, pressure, yeah, yeah. I'm there for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always feel like if you feel like you want to touch the wet paint, touch it. Mm. Go mm. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to fuck up the paint job? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, life, yeah, yeah. you know? There's something so, like I, my, my like three biggest moments of last year, and I reflect on these a fair bit, mm. almost day to day, were moments at the time that were so devastating. Mm. I didn't know mm. how. It's not that I didn't. I didn't doubt myself that I was going to progress. I just didn't know how I was going to progress from there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, I. Yeah. They were my foundations of like what I thought the future was going to look like. Mm, mm. And now I look back on them. It's just like, man, that pressure was such a gift. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, rug yeah. pull was such a gift. Mm, mm. And something there created a situation where it's like, right, we can either go with my. I want to say common sense or like, yeah, let's say common sense that goes mm. like, you're a truck driver if you ever need to be a truck driver. Yeah. But my yeah. intuition was like, fuck being a truck driver. Mm, Cut yeah, up yeah. your license. Go yeah, lose it if yeah, you can. So you yeah. burnt that bridge and you can't go back. This mm, is the time now mm, mm. to go deeper. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like those situations, like if you're so blessed to have them, and I say blessed because to be in that situation mm. to begin with, you need to be risk-taking. You need to be someone yeah, who said, yeah. fuck it, I'm going to go for it. Mm. You know, I'm, mm. I'm happy if this does or doesn't work out, I'm going to give it a shot anyway. And it was similar as well. I was in like a 
almost salary position. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when it fell over, it's like creatively, I didn't know what to do. And then financially, this thing that I'd gone like, this is a thing that yeah. means I can keep doing this dream of yep. mine. Yep which is now kind of in the background or off to the side. Mm, you know, mm. now it's like, well, do I go drive trucks while I go focus back on the dream? It's like, bro, you know what the dream yeah, is. That's yeah, half yeah. the battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. do the dream, you know? And yeah, of course yeah. your intuition saying like, well, that's what I really want to do. Mm. So then you got to tell your common sense to be like, I'm going to go do that. Oh, look, implementation. That's <laughs> always, I talk to a lot of crew, you know, whether it's like workshops in schools or, um, you know, consultancy work and, and different things is that, there has to be implementation. Yep. So we can have strategies and mechanisms and like all these you know, words that we use to sort of like scaffold these ideas, but ultimately you've got to implement it. Yeah. Yep. So we have to provide something that gives evidence to what we're talking about. So, you know, if we're talking in uh, you know, public art, you know, and placemaking and wayfinding and all these buzzwords, so we still have to actually do something, right? Yeah. Like we can't <clears throat> just live in the, in the hypothetical. In theory, yeah. Yeah, okay. So... That also means vulnerability. Yeah. That also means copping maybe a bit of abuse <laughs> when people don't agree with it or align with it. For sure. Um, but but what we're trying to do is create um, connectivity. Right. You know between between people, and for those stories to overlap, but it has to have implementation. Yeah. So as soon as I get caught in a meeting where I'm starting to see the red flags of no implementation. Yeah. I go, hey, let's just stop here what's actually going to be applied yeah how are we going to apply it because what are we doing what are that we doing? has to be in this equation yeah because i'm not here just to you know just to go around this sort of loop now it's okay to you know critical thinking you know being able to explore and there is a time for that but yeah. it has to have action it has yeah. to have action i understand that some process moves slow yeah if the process moves too slow i can't be bothered yeah yeah, you yeah, know, yeah like yeah. i don't know I, I'd say this a lot. I'm undiagnosed ADD. I feel like if I do have it, I just channel it and fuel it really well into the things that I do because mm, okay. I just need to keep moving, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. like you mentioned before, like 100 ideas all funneling, th- funneling through a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. space is yeah. small <laughs> and just being able to go like, okay, yeah. well, how do you make that yeah. work in your life? But I, one thing I cannot stand yeah. and like, it's the way government works, so I appreciate it. But like mm. sometimes you get involved with things like the city yeah, yeah. or like big business. Yeah. And one decision goes through 12 people. Mm-hmm. None of them understand the project intimately. Yeah, yeah. They all have a say that's more important than yours. You're the one who's executing the decision. Mm, mm. And then you go like, well, okay, this, this, this topic, mm. not even a fully formed idea has been going on for six months and we've done nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I get things take time. Yeah, yeah. But in that six months, I could have made these five things happen. Mm, mm. That probably would have had more impact, any one of them, than this thing over here. And I think that's where you've got to... I guess learning that, and I'm not a good multitasker. I'll be the first to admit that. My wife will confirm that. <laughs> I'm not great at multitasking. Yeah. But I am very focused. So focused on one thing, yeah, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like being here, talking, I'm here, I'm yeah, present, yeah, yeah. I'm focused. Uh, what I've got to do next? Okay, I need to pause long enough to <laughs> kind of think it through. Yeah. But to be able to multitask and carry those things at the same time is a real skill that. I'm slowly learning is to say, I've got a big thing here that's going through this crazy slow process, approval processes, you know, boxes being ticked and so on and so forth. But in order for me to stay engaged with that long, slow burn process, I've got to have five things cooking over here. Dude, I was... And that's where the five things cooking that have momentum, that have a quicker turnover, that gives you 
I guess, a sense of momentum yeah. to stick with the big, long, slow thing. I think that gives you the small wins you need in between for the oh, big yeah. win to, to take place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a good mate of mine said, he's like, incredibly busy bloke, you know, very multitask-oriented, multiple businesses, so on and so forth. He said, one thing that I always enjoy is doing the dishes. Yeah. He said, because in the midst of all of these spinning plates unknowns things that are going and and they're not going to be resolved in 24 hours they're probably not even going to be resolved in a week or a month they're like some big big big. some big cogs turning he said one thing i always enjoy is doing dishes yeah he said because i know that there's going to be a start there's going to be a process and there's going to be a conclusion it's a win 20 minutes yes in the midst of the shenanigans of my day i know that i can complete a task and there's a level of resolve yeah that comes with it to say okay there's a lot of things that are unknown. <laughs> but what I can know in this moment is that those dishes are gonna be cleaned in my cupboard in 20 minutes. Dude, I've got four things that, that break the that break the um, static of, mm, of mm. being what being creative and being a, an executor, so yep, to speak. Yep. Going for a ride on my push bike, yep. 20 minute power nap, doing the washing, doing the dishes. Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. the weather's bad, do one of the other three. Yes, if you, if yes. you're too, like you've had three coffees and you can't sleep, do one of the other three. If there's mm, no, do one of the other. Mm. There is always something to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if it's windy, you'll get more out of a shitty ride than you will than trying to keep on this bullshit train yeah, of yeah, static. Yeah. That I'm just, oh, why can't? Why doesn't? What? Yeah, you know? yeah. And this goes back to the, uh, I guess, conversation or, or reflection on what is productivity. Yeah. What does it mean to be productive? And so, we often correlate that to uh, the idea of being busy but we understand that we can be busy and unproductive yep. uh, and we can get a lot done in a short amount of time, you know, with a particular approach or, you know, applied yep. um, uh, skills. And so that's something that I had sort of grown up in the mentality that because, I mean, I never had a job really like a paid job outside of delivering the Bunbury mail. Yeah. Which uh, I'd say if you grew up in Bunbury, you know, in the 90s, Dude, I, like... I did it. You delivered the paper. Like, yeah. that was the only way, you know, hustle for a bit of money. Did but, this law up run. No, oh, bro. So that was kind of this... I didn't really have a job. But what I wanted to do was do some screen printing. I wanted, like, end up, like, drawing on mates, like, bodyboards and surfboards yep. and, like, a little bit of money here and there and had some amazing crew in Bunbury to support that. Older crew who were, like, yep. championing that creativity. But there was a tension there to go... I don't feel like I'm being productive. I like it because I'm not busy. Yeah. But because I would spend a couple of hours focused painting or screen printing or, you know, whatever it might be, it was just enough coin to turn over to give me a little bit of sort of autonomy as yeah, a young yeah. bloke. But what I recognise is that that creative practice, the return of value or the return of the investment was actually uh, creativity. The creativity was the return of investment. Yeah, yeah. So the investment was time and applied skill. Yeah. But the actual return was uh, creativity in in its, uh, I guess, momentum. Yeah. So that by doing one, you know, applying one sort of set of skills, screen printing, then fueled another idea. So as yeah. I wake up the next day, it was like, oh, I've got a, like a real sense of purpose, even though I'm not employed in its traditional way. Thankfully, I had parents who really advocated for that. Yeah. And, and sort of saw, I think, some of that like entrepreneurial, creative, yeah, yeah. out-of-the-box sort of Something thinking. happening. There were some times where it went totally pear-shaped and I had no money and no creativity. And, no, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, what am I doing? But for the most part, it was people around me saying, right, find ways, you know, like keep creating, keep yeah. creating, keep creating. Well, the and idea of like that, 
um, Rogan calls it like idea sex. Mm, you know, if mm. you've like done this thing and you have that idea in your head and you've done this thing and have that idea in your head, sometimes it's the fact that you've done both and you can see them go, and you cross them over and you're like, oh, there's holes in the cheese here. Wait, wait, what does that mean? Yeah, I've done screen yeah, printing. Yeah. I've done vinyl heat pressing. Then you go, I wonder if I did those two together. Does that work? And even if it does mm, or doesn't, mm. you, now you're starting to use that creative imagination. Yeah, you're yeah, pulling yeah, this yeah. idea and that yeah, and yeah, let's move yeah. that idea. And then I start talking to Andrew about it and he's got all this experience mm, and heat mm. and our ideas then merge. And it's like, bro, that's, yeah, yeah, you yeah, realize yeah. now that sometimes when you're pulling out the weeds and you don't want to do it, you're like, it's part of a bigger picture, mm. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah. part of a, like, this is my story. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it ends. I don't know how the next page goes. I don't know how, what the next sentence is, but yeah, I know that right yeah, now I'm yeah. weeding. And then later on, you're doing a design and all of a sudden a weed fits perfectly in the background. You're like, God damn it, it's all part of it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that seasonal uh, reality of life is that, you know, you're not always getting fruit on the tree. Yeah. You know, you're actually, you're planting, you know, you're fertilizing, you're pruning. Yeah. And to recognize that they're all parts of, of growth. And so without that pruning, you know, that was a great, uh, you know, just a couple of weeks ago for me at church, you know, talking about pruning and the gift of pruning, that pruning is out of love. Yep. And so if we associate um, uh, pain with, uh, with something negative, yep. you know, then we actually misinterpret when it's pruning for growth. And so we can go, oh, it's there to harm me. I'm feeling pain, it's harm. Yeah. It's not necessarily harm. Sometimes it is. And you've got to actually create a boundary, yeah. separate. Maybe it's a relational thing like we were talking about earlier. But if it's pruning, you don't want to bail yeah. because that's actually causing the growth. Dude, I hate pruning my plants. I know that's oh, taken it down man. to its very like physical elementary level, but I hate it. I feel yeah. them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I feel them. And it just, yeah. it like... What if I, you don't come back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, the thing is, I yeah. always think, and I know we, I'm going in the weeds here about it, but like, I think that because they don't talk, that they don't talk. Because I don't hear them, they don't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But how come when I spin them, they still go towards the light? And yeah. how come when I don't yeah. water them, they die? Yes. And how yes, come when yes. I fertilize them, they do well and they flower? Yeah, 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 yeah. So who's to say that it doesn't fucking hurt when I cut their arms off? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? <laughs> but again, you know, like I had a friend the other day that, he, uh, he was saying to me, you know, I've, I've been fucking up lately. You know, he got himself in a real pickle, like a real pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, I've been fucking up. I've been doing this, I've been doing that. And uh, I sent him a message back saying like, well, it sounds like you're going through what we all go through, man. Mm. You are becoming a man. That's what's going on. Yeah, And yeah, we yeah, fuck yeah. up and we yeah, get better. Yeah, yeah. But you love your family. You love what you're doing. That's all that matters. Focus on that. And he mm. didn't message me for two days. Yeah, right. Yeah, but he fucking yeah. hates me. Yeah. He hates me. <laughs> and I called him and I called him yeah. and he hit me back and he's like, sorry for ghosting you, man. You mm. were right. I had to accept it. Mm. I had to take it on board. Mm. And it's like, God damn, that was some pruning that I wasn't comfortable with doing. But I knew as being yeah. a good friend, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, it's, and that's the thing. Again, the responsibility of being someone's friend, being someone's like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a way to him, I feel like I might be a bit of a role model or a mentor mm. the same way he is mm. to me in particular other ways. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, sometimes it hurts to cut off that branch yeah, as, yeah, the, yeah, as yeah. the tree and as the person pruning it. But damn, Big time. wait Big until time. next year. Let's see what growth we get. Oh, you know, man. and you know it's uh, there's fruit that comes, yeah. and that's that's the that's the testament is is the fruit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you're being pruned, there's no fruit. You got to double check who's doing the pruning. Why is the pruning occurring? Yeah, is it in its season? Because if you if you prune out of season, without going down the horticultural uh, stream here, and the fact that I live in Jalora, but yeah. you know it can be detrimental. Yeah. So it's not just going pruning's good. Full stop. Yeah pruning in season 
and to recognise that we can offer that yep. in season. And we've got to discern that moment. Can't go guns blazing, just pruning. Yeah, yeah, buddy, yeah. yeah. Cut yeah. everything off. Yeah. Of it. yeah. <laughs> we've got to do it in season, but then we've also got to receive it in season. Yeah. And we need, a, you know, call it village, community, you know, whatever wording, but we need crew around us that we trust enough to speak in and to bring that pruning. Yeah. You know, we're doing something and someone will just call us out and say, love you, man. That's why I'm going to say this next bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, what you're doing right now. It's only because I care so much yeah. that I need you to pull your fucking head in. <laughs> and that person can take it or leave it. You know, obviously yeah. they can just go, you know, they can be defensive that, you know, and so on. But all you can do is be responsible, you know, for why you're saying it. Yeah. You know, so to go, look, if in doubt, give it 24 hours. But to go in with a heart, hey, man, I'm doing this out of love. Yeah. Okay, weigh it up. Don't just go in guns blazing. But you can't, uh, you can't determine the person's response. Yeah. You know, and so you can't allow the response either to determine uh, the value of maybe why what, you're doing it. Yeah, what it. you've said, why you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, you take responsibility if you're saying it for the wrong reason. You know what I mean? If you're literally yeah. just trying to cut this person up, you know, to yeah. prove a point, being vindictive, whatever it might be, hey, you've got to call that for what it is as well and say, you know what, man? Even though that might have been good advice, my motive was way, way out, way out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's a combo. It's always a combination Dude, of those elements. Going back a conversation as well about the busy versus productive and how they kind of work with each mm. other. You know, the thing that I've like realized just recently is a part that I hate the most about being um, like I collect and grow bonsais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a 30-year hobby that I spend two minutes a day on. Yeah, right, yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> What's with that? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And you've yeah, had a bonsai yeah. for six months, you notice he's got a new little shoot at one side and you're like, <gasps> whoa, it was all for something, you know? It was yeah, all for yeah, something. Yeah, and then yeah, a year yeah, later, it's yeah, it's yeah. this big. And you're yeah, like, it was yeah. definitely for yeah, something, you know? Yeah, and then that's cool. That's again, cool. you said before, you know, um, having that evidence, evidence mm. in yourself to fall back on. And it's mm. like when you get that mm. new bonsai, in your mind, you're seeing this, you know, thick trunk off to the side, this shape, yeah, rah, rah. but at yeah, the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's this big and he's got four branches and he's just holding on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you that's know? where, yeah, oh man, it is straight up is is coming back to the evidence of your own story. Yeah. And taking risk frequently enough that you've got evidence. Yeah. You know, to be able to see the reward and to fall back and go, okay, well, yeah, to exercise, you know, faith, which is the evidence of things unseen, you know, the hope of what's to come. To go, hey, I've already seen what happens, bonsai, you know, whatever analogy, but to recognize this is worth it. Mm. this is worth this pursuit yeah for not sure. to say it's smooth sailing but man i'm seeing way beyond this yeah and that's a i know for me a big shift even as a as a parent you know over these last few months is seeing beyond the you know the momentary uh responses of my own kids okay and not getting caught up in that emotion yeah. you know for me it was really this sort of roller coaster of emotions like my kids are doing well, then I feel like a you know valid father. Yeah. Um, if they're having a really bad day, oh man, what have I done wrong? And and then I'm just trying to help them and fix them. And and I was actually, man, no consistency. Yeah. No consistency. Yeah. Okay. And so I was chatting with a good mate, and we're just talking about having having vision and purpose. Yeah. And he said, man, you gotta you gotta sort of lift your eyes up out of that moment. Yeah. And go, all right how are we preparing you know i've got boys seven and five how are we preparing them to be 15. yeah not just how do we prepare them to get through a week yeah. how are we actually preparing them for 10 years instilling values and morals rather than mm. quick answers and quick gratification yeah yeah, yeah. And it's the quick gratification that's exactly right is to go if we're uh, if our pursuit is just to make people feel good 
Yeah. Well, you can forget pruning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that doesn't feel good. But if our intent is for their good, you know, then we have this longer perspective to go. Actually, when I'm talking about your good to my boys, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking beyond just now. Yeah. I'm thinking way down the track. Yeah. How do we prepare you? How do we equip you? You know, to provide you know those um you know those tools to be able to be a healthy, loving, contributing, um, outward focused yeah. individual. I think you're okay. really breaking down the problem that society at large is facing at the moment, that we're listening to everyone's offense and decision and opinion oh, and thought and all that and just going like, no, no, out there no, well. no pruning, no pruning. You're <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, is yeah. that how you feel? That's what you are. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, and yeah. you get to a point where it's like, hey man, do you know what would be really helpful? Mm. If I just punch the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> If you were just on the ground and you're like, what happened? Yeah. And you had that yeah. moment of like, why did that happen? Yeah. Where did this start? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Because man, mm. this mm. not pruning or, and like, I, I, again, I'm a parent. I don't know. I'm a very isolated businessman in Bunbury. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, so I'm prefacing it with, I don't know. But just the conversation of giving children the ability and the decision Mm. on something so massive as their gender or their sexuality mm. before mm. they have any concept of what it is. Mm. You know, mm. like I'm 30. Mm. I just figured out what's going on like six months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. At yeah. 12, yeah. I was fucked. Yeah. I had yeah. no information. I had no data. I was mm. purely a product mm. of the experiences that mm. I had, which even as a 12-year-old was a lot more than most people. I traveled so much when I was young. Yeah, yeah, had yeah, moved so yeah, many schools, yeah, done yeah. all this. So I had heaps of... I still had no idea. Mm. I'd mm. seen more culture mm. and more like different uh, environments and, and perspectives yeah, yeah, at that yeah. age. And I was still working with this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And now at that age... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your parents go to say something to you and mm. you're like, I know what my rights are. Mm. Your rights as a twelve-year-old is mm. to enjoy, endure whatever fucking happens. It's not to, mm. it's not to mm. push your parents into a box of not being able to do anything or yeah, yeah, not yeah. having to listen yeah. to them, yeah. or because yeah. you've got yeah. all the answers on you. Dude, what's going on? Mm. Mm. You know. And I know my example of like punching the fuck out of someone mm. is pretty bizarre, mm. but mm. it's pretty bizarre that we just give them everything and anything because what what we're scared that they're yeah, yeah. going to be offended. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, know anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the distortion that begins to come in is that uh, if the pursuit is, is, is emotion and so to elevate emotion uh, over the well-being yeah. of an individual is that if we sort of lump that together as in if, this person, if I can make this person feel good, then they're doing good. Right. But we know emotions come and go. We know that, you know, even yeah. in the period of a 24-hour day, yeah. you know, we can be riding high, down in the valley, Everything. back up again, back down again, back up again. Emotions can take us all over the place. So emotions shouldn't be the metric of measurement yeah. because that's going to send us all over the joint. We've got to actually come back, you know, to actually, uh, you know, sort of a position to go, what is, what is for the good of this person? Yeah. Now, as a child... Say to my boys in a book I'm reading at the moment, it's talking about the little adult syndrome. It's actually talking to my boys uh, as if they are adults, right. and the danger of that because you know, as a, as a parent, you approach it like that. You have this warped, you know, view that your kids are going to come back and go, "Nice point." Yeah. Nice okay. point. I see the rationale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very logical, well explained. I'm yeah. going to do it. You want me to go to bed because sleep's good for me and it's going to benefit me yeah. in the morning. 
Hundred percent. Thanks, Dad. Got it. Yeah. No, they're not. They're gonna be. <laughs> they're pushing back. I don't want to go to bed right now. They respond as a child. They respond as a child. Yeah. So I'm gonna meet them in that place. Yeah. As a seven-year-old. Yeah. I need to meet you as a seven-year-old. And there's things you won't grasp right now, but it is actually not my job for you to grasp them right now. It's for you to actually obey them. Yeah. You know, and obviously that approach can be manipulated and distorted for the exploitation yeah. of an individual. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about doing it in a healthy way as a child, as a father, to recognize like, right now, mate, you need to listen to me. Yeah. You know, so when I say stop at the edge of a road, you don't need to grasp exactly why I'm saying stop and what the consequences are and ramifications. Yeah. You don't need to grasp that. What you need to grasp is that you need to stop. Yeah. That's all you need to grasp in this moment. Yep. Now, as you grow and mature and you'll be able to carry and, and, uh, you know, and hold the weight of certain conversations yep. and the weight of, you know, the, uh, I guess, the implications and, and the consequence of certain things. But right now, I want to take you on a journey that it's uh, relevant to where you are in life. Right. Because when you grow up, you might make choices that have larger consequences. Yeah. So I want to give you little taste testers right now. So you start, yeah, I think one thing, I put this status up the other day on Facebook saying I'm two years into a hundred year plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and man, like, I, like I, I've been thinking this for a while that I'm, I'm on a hundred year plan now. Because again, when, mm. when you're on a hundred year plan and you're year two, you're not even an apprentice yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, yeah. you're literally on the, on the orientation day figuring out if you like it or not. Totally, you know? totally. And I think the thing about being in a hundred year plan, when I look at people, I look at it as if I'm going to be having this conversation mm. for a hundred years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And instead of having the instant gratification of whether it's a win trying to tell a child what to do yeah, or yeah. whether it's trying to prove to this person in this conversation that I'm this guy, that, you mm. know, black ink still my rah, rah, rah. It's like it yeah, gives you permission yeah. to just A, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's all good. <laughs> Take a it's break. all good. We yeah. have time. And yeah. B, have a conversation that you are going to pick up where you left off now mm, and you're mm. going to have so many conversations that you're about to look back at this first one and start to give it more value and depth and meaning and understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I feel yeah. like having children, which, uh, you know, one thing that I seem to identify whether I'm right or wrong is a lot of people my age that are having kids, mm. they're not having conversations with their kids that's going to last forever. Right. They're yeah, having yeah, sentences yeah. backwards and forwards. Yeah. Yep. You know, and whether it's because they don't know, but they're actually addicted to their phones and they're just trying to shut their kid up so they can get another dopamine hit, mm -hmm. whether it's they're so overwhelmed, whether it's yeah. they have a job or a requirement or something that, you know, mm. is drawing the mm. energy out of them so they don't have the energy for that, yeah. whatever yeah. it might be. But I mean, this is why I'm trying to build a life of abundance and freedom mm. so I can have that time and energy for my kid to have mm. a conversation mm. that lasts their entire life or, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. past my life. But yeah, it seems to be that that like the approach you're now having is this, mm. you know, right now, this is what's important. Indicative of later on, there is going to be other things that are important or they're going to add yeah, yeah, the depth yeah. into yeah. what's going yeah. on right now. It's that idea that this conversation will last for as long as like, you're going to let me talk to you. Yeah, you know? yeah. And there's things that, you know, sometimes I wonder like how much is being absorbed, how much is not. But yeah. you're continually planting that, that seed of truth and... I guess as a as a person of faith and continually for me it's like looking to the Bible to be able to actually say, Hey, this is truth and hey, we're gonna love our neighbour. Yeah. You know, we're not just gonna do it so that we can get something back. We're gonna love them. Actually we're gonna love our enemy. Okay, we're gonna love our enemy. 
Um, we're yeah, going to but- give generously. You know, we're going to live in a way that um, is not self-promoting. Uh, yeah, you know, and to be able to talk through with the boys and do it in a relevant way, you know, I'm not just like, hey, let's, you know, putting him to bed, going to a massive theological study. Yeah, but to go, hey, how's your day, buddy? Oh, this happened, and yeah, this, you know, this kid kicked me today, and it's like, yeah. oh man, yeah, that sucks. All right, well, like, how do we deal with that? Yeah, now how do we respond to that? Because if you can begin to, you know, really sow those seeds, compassion, <laughs> mercy, begin to actually, you know, empathy, can, yeah. you know, okay. That's a kick in the leg. That's not a big thing. But as you get older, people are going to do some... It's going to be scalable. Yeah. Stuff is going to happen. And if you can apply these things now, by when you get kicked in the shin, you know, my hope is that you can apply that same value as an 18-year-old, yeah. you know, as a married man, as, as a dad, as, you know, and that's yeah. that legacy Keep is to going. go, man, I hope something is sinking in right now. <laughs> but... It's the consistency. It is. It it's is. the rocking up. And that's that's my, I think that's where I'm coming to at a point. And this was out of, um, I guess, a confronting moment in, in chatting with my wife a while ago. And and she said, you know, Andrew, it's, it's really nice when, when you're on a high. Yeah. Because, you, you know, boom, upbeat, optimistic, full of energy. She said, but when you're on the low, you know, and you're down and, and can be really closed off and, you know, and uh, dismissive and so on and a sort of range of things which I knew in myself. She said, what I actually really want more more than the high is consistency. Yeah. And <clears throat> it just sort of, boom, just hit me right in the face, yeah. you know, with someone that you are so intimate with. And you can trust that the information's good. Yeah, and she's know? coming in with the second ears, man, and yeah. going, I'm going to prune, this word's going to prune you, if you let it. Yeah. Now, I could have resisted it and just gone... Oh, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know the pressures I'm under. Rah, 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 yeah. rah, rah, rah. Defend, 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 defend. But in that moment, it was like, oh, she's right, man. I'm, I'm inconsistent. I'm up and down. Yeah. You know. And then the boys pick up on that, and that, that culture they talk about earlier in the family, in the house, that begins to, you know, go in, in the direction you don't want it to because, um, you know, a house, a safe house has, has boundaries, Yeah. you know, and consistency is, is one of the tools, you know, to create safe, safe boundaries. For sure. So as soon as you're inconsistent, you're all over the joint, then there's unpredictability, you know, and man, that just goes in a whole heap of dangerous direction. So for me, it was that junction once again, like a life, you know, uh, intersection. yeah. Yeah. To go consistency. One, yeah, what does it mean to be consistent? Yeah. How do I develop practices, disciplines in my life to be consistent? Yeah, what does it feel like if I'm consistent? Yeah, and what are the moments where I'm just starting to like sink into that little rabbit warren of like, yeah. I, I can never do anything. That Creativity like, is... You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't, you know, I'm not, I'm not good at anything. You know, you can really, you know, be absorbed in those thoughts and, and where do they come from? How to pump the brakes, how to press pause and recognize this is a moment yeah this is a moment and this moment will pass man identification of triggers is like one of the hardest things to get on lock well you know it's such a because you know of course i feel like just as a human another human Mm, i definitely experience mm. very similar things and i'm in a realm of just like ideally outside of my routine my structure there's no boundaries yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get on my Harley yeah. and just ride to Albany today. Mm, no one mm. stops me, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that is the same emotionally as mm, well, you know? Mm. Like, Riz will come home from her, you know, normal job, air quotations, normal yep, job. Yep. 
And it's very easy for me to just go, like, oh, this happened. This person called me and they rah, yeah, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden, we've missed an opportunity to connect, to Total. like Total. decompress, her decompress to me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I've been here dwelling in all these yeah, yeah. vibes, <laughs> yeah. you know. What's going on with you? Yeah, you know, Instead yeah, of seeing it 100%. as an opportunity to, to unload, it's yeah. like, see, this is an opportunity to be the loading dock for her. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. That's a really good point. So now... I know the sound of that gate opening when she comes home. Mm. It's like, it's no longer about me. Yes. For the next yes, 15 yes. minutes, it's not about me. Mm. It's, and I fail sometimes. That's the yeah, idea of being yeah, human. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then you go, right, the trigger is when that come, when, when I hear that gate open, she's coming home. That's mm. not an opportunity mm. for me to tell her about all these things that happen. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, is a bit of a routine that's built off how Black Ink was built originally. Yeah. yeah. You know, where there would be things that were super important because, mm. you know, all of those, the earlier back you go, the further back you go, the more important those days were yeah, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. success. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm quite confident that this is going to work. Back then I was like, it might not. Yes, so yes, that, yes. they were big things. Where now we're just, we're in the thick of it. We're in the golden days. We're in the process. Yeah, yeah. We're right in the middle. So now I've got to practice that shit that I want to be when mm. I'm a father. Mm. You know, when mm. we're doing the thing in five years time that I see in my head, it's like, right, we're yeah, already there. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Do that now. And that involves like the hardest thing when you've got a point and you know you're right. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter a bit. Yeah. Because all it does yeah. is puts a divide between you and her or yeah, yeah, you yeah. in a great situation or whatever it is. Mm, mm. The first step of all that is identifying those trigger points. And when you identify it, make the change. Yeah, yeah. You know? Implementation then. Yeah. Yeah. You got to come back to that is how is this applied? Yeah. Not just, oh, brilliant. Now I've had a, a revelation of thought uh, and I'll just shelve it. Yeah. Because at the end of, you know, the other person, you know, whether it's partner, you know, or good mate or, you know, person down the shop is like, well, I've got to implement, you know, this, this revelation, yeah. you know, to be able to, okay. I don't know. Well, I was going to say put yourself second, but being able to elevate and preference the other person to right. say, hey, tell me about your story, man. Tell me about your life. What's yeah. up? Where have you been? You know, what are you doing? What's up? And, you know, I've got a couple of good mates in my life who are great at asking questions. Yeah. And it's because they want to learn. They just want to learn. Yeah. Now, they're not there to ask a question. I mean, they might not agree, but it, it's, not, it's not about agreement. And I guess it goes back to this conversation I was having with someone yesterday is that, disagreement um, is not well, like we've we've constructed and, and housed disagreement and, and hate nearly yeah. under the same roof but it's yeah. you know disagreement's healthy yeah, you know to actually come up and go okay so where are you coming from like we're disagreeing on this thing but nah, love you yeah yeah still love you yeah for sure but for yeah, sure. hey we've come to a point and we do that with any healthy relationship is going to have to have conflict resolution. <laughs> yeah. Know? Has to have ways to work through those difficult moments. Yeah. If we run away from, you know, or we adopt the belief that um, the lack of disagreement, as in the promotion of agreement, means uh, intimacy, then you're in for a rude awakening. Yeah, dude. You're in for a real rude awakening because, <laughs> That's you know, interesting. iron sharpens on. <laughs> We've, um, I've got a, I think we have a mutual friend in common and him and I, you would think from the conversations we have that we don't like each other. Right. Yeah. We yeah, disagree yeah. on fucking everything. Yeah. 
and you know I've been friends with him for probably 10 years now mm. and like I take an average of all the conversations we've had and they are essentially polite arguments yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. now I look forward to conversing with him because that's mm. exactly what it is yeah right you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. and I yeah. realised it took a while for me to grow up and realise he's not a starts with C and it means you just go the other way for the sake of it a con people are watching this going it's fucking this yeah yeah um, <laughs> contrarian Right, right, right. I thought he's just a contrarian. Right, right. You know, and one of those, you know, one-upsman sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but then yeah. as you have these conversations, you're like, I'm going into an open, I'm going to accept that I'm going to mm. play devil's advocate to my own opinion to try and right, support right, right. him. And then you find half the time, like, this motherfucker's actually just smarter than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And whether or not he's made a valid point in Don't overall, him. he has made a valid point against mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm here to debate. I'm here to play. Yeah, and at the end of the yeah. thing, I always make sure I'm not a very touchy-feely person. I always mm. make sure I give him a pat on the back or a hug, a handshake, just go, hey, man, I fucking love you. This was yeah, fun. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. I'll see you again in a month. Let's Title. go. Title. But that idea, and like this is a thing, for so many times I would leave those conversations and I'm like, oh, I feel like I've just done like mm. 12 rounds. Mm. What mm. the fuck, man? What are we doing? Why do we do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you realize like, okay, A, that's his language. Mm. B, that's our language. Mm-hmm. And C, like... You do it because you fucking love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, part of your community. Yeah, he's yeah, part of your yeah. family in a way. He's listened to you when you've been on the bones of your ass mm. and he's shown you love in return. Mm, mm, you know? Mm. And it, just because the love is a different flavor than what you're used to... Yeah. ...doesn't yeah, make it yeah. any less. You know? Yeah, it's still sharpening. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that iron. Uh, yeah, metal sharpens metal, iron mm, sharpens... That's great. Because that's... Like, different people... Different people play different roles in their life. Yeah. And if we exclude, now I'm not talking, there are times, healthy boundaries, separation, yep. you know, and that's important because you can't allow every person to speak into every part of your life. Yeah. Because you're just going to get a mashup of nothing. Too much info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, you need that trusted crew, you yep. know, for those intimate things um, that are close to your heart where you go, look, I've got five crew here. Yeah. I've got, like, got my crew and, and they're going to speak in and, and they know me and they know the context and... You know, they have a greater understanding of where you're at. But then there's the broader sort of level where we've got these people that pass through our life, like yeah. different intersections, once a month or whatever it might be. Yeah. And to be able to take stock and go, wow, man, that person's role in my life is like, sometimes it's quite specific. Yeah. They just challenge me. <clears throat> like we disagree, but at least I know that person, they're not just going to go along with whatever I say. Yeah. You know, and I've got a good mate like that. He'll, he'll speak up. And there's times it kind of catches you off guard because I'm just like expecting him to agree with you. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, mate. You know, I'm just sort of rabbiting on, expecting him to just go, oh, yeah, totally, totally. Sick. You know, yeah. agree, agree, agree. And then there'll be moments he'll go, yeah, not sure about that though, mate. Like, yeah. have you considered this? And yeah, just remember, like, and he'll broaden my, you know, my yeah. view. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, I'm so grateful for you because yeah. I actually, in this moment, I don't need agreement. Yeah. I need challenge. Yeah, I need a pruning. Agreement is just going to keep me in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. You know, what he's doing is creating a bike path out of there. Yeah. You know, and going, mate, there's actually another road. If you go down this bike path, there's yeah, another road. Yeah, You don't have to stay circling. And it's a, a lot better road, or even if it's marginally better, it's a better road. You yeah, know? yeah. And just the fact that another road exists, Yeah. <laughs> you know, in this in this moment. Man, that, uh, that uh, oh, I forget dude's name. His quote is, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the quote. Um, Such a wild, wild bit mm, of truth mm. that you look straight at it and you're like, I don't want to... That Yeah, I'm sure it's true, but like my friends, even though I know they had their faults and that, you know, 
most of the time, if you're having mm. that sort of conversation, your friends are shit ass. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like if, if you're defending their <laughs> negative values, yeah, you're keeping yeah, yeah. yourself in a life of mediocrity. You're accepting average, and you're saying, no, no, no. This is what I want. I want to. Yeah, because you know, yeah, yeah, oh, the reality yeah. is, it's hard to find high value people. Yeah, yep. it's really hard. Mm, you mm. know, and then once you find them, it's hard to be friends with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to make mentors out of them and to make uh, mm, role models out mm, of them, and it's mm. hard to go like, hey, can I pinch your time for? half an yeah. hour a week and yeah. have some coffee and just float some ideas by and just listen to what it's hard to find those people yeah, 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 and then once yeah, you got them yeah. to hold on to them 100% so then you keep going back to the people who are easy to go to because they're always available at 5pm for a beer and a cigarette yeah yeah yeah, yeah. always yeah yeah, you know? yeah. but then once again if the pursuit is to feel good yeah then no worries keep, keep, keep doing it there it is it's not someone you know obviously at a at an, at an age and a time in life where we we can exercise autonomy you know yeah. and so if you want to keep doing the 5 o'clock thing then there's not no one's going to officially stop you yeah there has to be the discipline and like we were saying earlier that discipline has to be practiced yeah to recognize hey i've got mates and i've got sort of crew in my life who i have i would say boundaries you know where there's the where there's distance or separation yeah but if i saw them man i'd still love to catch up yeah i'm just saying it's not, I'm not allowing you or inviting you into that sort of inner space. Yeah. But I still love you. And yeah. so that love, you know, can, can have those boundaries yeah. to say, hey, at this stage, I'm going this direction. Yeah. And in order to go that direction, I really need discipline. I need focus. I need, you know, these, these elements, these virtues. Um, and I need those applied. And so not that we're judging, you know, like people's motives, but saying, look, I'm going to go here. And if you come with me, that's awesome. Yeah. But I'm going to go there anyway. Yeah. And to have that resolve, I remember. I remember going into Bunbury Council. You know, when we, when we first had the idea about doing this, you know, mural festival in in town. And from the get go, I wanted to engage with the council. Yeah. But I also didn't want to be dependent on them in order to <clears> do it. So we went to that first council meeting, and people raising, oh, what if and what if and. You know, genuine questions, concerns yeah. about doing this project. And I just said, look, they're all valid. But I just want to say that we're going to give this a crack anyway. Yeah. And if you support us, that'd be amazing. But if you don't, that's okay. I'm not bitter about that. Yeah. We're still going to give it a crack. Yeah. And it gives people the freedom to step back and observe. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and that's okay as well. We need to give room for people to actually sit back and observe what is the fruit. Yeah. What is the fruit of it? And sometimes it takes years. You know, I remember having a bloke years later, you know, come come back specifically about this, you know, doing the mural festival. And he said, you know what? You've won me over. Sweet. And it was like such a hard nut to crack. Yeah. And I wasn't pursuing him to try to crack him. Yeah. I was like, let's just let him see the fruit of it and just let that be the grave. Let, let the evidence of this idea. Yeah. Be the thing that that um, overcomes his maybe idea of what it was. Yeah, the skepticism, yeah. the negativity, all the rest. But I wasn't bitter towards him. I was like, this guy's just on a process and a journey. Yeah. To really see the fruit of this. And also has his whole set of experiences that leads him to make the decision he's making. Oh yeah. So he yeah, has yeah. all his evidence to go like, I'm pretty sure murals aren't going to work. Totally. And you're like, oh cool, I've got the experience of seeing this somewhere else, seeing that it works, seeing the community that it yeah. creates. Yeah. And that's the experience that I've got that I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. Now yeah, watch yeah, yeah, me yeah, execute, yeah. create an experience for you to then allow your mind to be changed. Yeah. And, and if it goes pear-shaped, it's like, well, 
you'll remain where you are. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll walk away with knowledge, experience, yep. you know, and, and hopefully as much as I can take from it. Uh, but to give people room to actually journey through those, you know, uh, sort of thought processes. Yeah. Because if we think, unless someone agrees me right at the start and supports me and advocates for me and like, then they're against me. Yeah. But that's not true. It's yeah. just not true because the person is, like you said, they're coming with their experiences and, and uh, you know, their own sort of set of evidence and, yeah. and so on and so forth. And we're coming with ours and it's easy to think, well, ours is better <laughs> because... Yeah. that's why you're there. Yeah, because, yeah, obviously mine's better and this person's, you know, wayward yeah. thinking. But actually... It's actually a real top bloke. Yeah. And this person was, he was like top bloke. He just needed to uh, see the evidence over time, see the fruit of it, chat yeah. to people, see the connections being made, see community strengthened and all yeah. the rest of it. And I, I was actually grateful for his hesitation. Yeah, because you would have got something out of it as it well. It refined me. Yeah. It refined me. It actually sort of drove me to want to um, not prove to him, but just allow it to speak for itself. Yeah. And so when he came back, it wasn't like, yeah, hey, I told you so. It was just like, oh, that's cool, mate. And it yeah. was a really brief conversation. He yeah. was just like, yeah, he won me over. And I was like, yeah, beauty. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was real brief. Yeah, yeah. But I just walked away going, cool. That's his story now. Yeah. That has taken like four years. Also, like if you think of both perspectives there, like it's really nice for you because mm. you're like, you know, little little smirk. You're like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for him, like yeah. to be the guy who says no at the start takes yeah. confidence. And to be the guy who says like, this is actually pretty fucking cool. That takes more confidence again. Yes. You know, so to get to that point of that conversation, it's like, man, I understand Mm. how it's really attractive and like almost obvious to go like, I fucking told you so. Mm. But Mm. man, it's Mm. almost a little bit nicer to be like, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And if you don't have that, if you don't have that pressure and disagreement can bring pressure. And obviously we're talking quite broadly, but and it will be applied specific in, you know, in different circumstances, but to recognize that, um, you know, people's hesitation or sometimes disagreement or their concerns, uh, are really valid things. Yeah. They're really valid. Yeah. And to take them on board and to recognize that, uh, you know, it might take time or I may do this and still disagree. Yeah. And that's okay as well. Yeah. And so we've got that sort of, you know, the myriad of, of possibilities. But once again, it's coming back to having a conviction of why you're doing what you do. Yeah. You know, not doing it, you know, for the, for the acceptance of other people, but also not resisting, what, you know, sound judgment or sound advice because uh, we think we've got it all together. Yeah. So it's, it's always the, you know, it's multiple things, you know, sort of cooking at the same time. Oh, man. But uh, like my dad said when we were talking a few weeks back, he's like, just let me know when you got it figured out, mate. That'd be awesome. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I know it's a journey and, and, uh, and that's why you need that iron sharpening iron and yeah. touching base with crew and saying, man, this is happening and what do you reckon? And, and, and allow, that, um, allow some of that tension to, yeah. be, to be outworked in a healthy way so that then you can do it with someone that you trust then you'll be ready for the people that you don't know. You know what I mean? Who, yeah. sit, who sit outside of that trusted um, sort of inner space. Yeah, that guild but, almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the working, like, and I, I explained it with the different things that I've done in the past week, that mm. like getting comfortable in your circle is one thing, getting comfortable in a circle of like just 
uncomfortability not knowing mm. what characters I'm going to go up against mm-hmm. or what characters I'm going to be working with or yeah. what yeah. sort of um, people I'm going to have to... I don't want to say explain myself to, but like I'm, you know, I'm running for council this year. So I'm really mm. like in a position where I want to present myself in the best possible perspective from day one. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. when you're meeting these people who are not making the decisions as to where that's going to happen, but they're making the decision as to how hard it's going to be for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't fucking know what to say. Yeah. yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I'm going to say something. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to throw a whole lot of shit at the wall. I'm going to see what sticks. I'm going to collect data. I'm going to do everything I possibly can. Mm. But that mm. realm of like, okay, now I've got to go into the world. Yes. The real yeah. world. Yeah. And I've got to listen to real opinions and mm. I've got to listen to people really just say, no, you're not doing that. Or yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. And respond to it, which in, in one way, like, you know what's as scary as someone saying mm. you're not suited for council is someone mm. saying you'd be really good on council. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> then it's like, what do you see in me? Because all I see yeah, in me is yeah. like, I'm a tattooed guy who rides Harleys, mm. you know? Mm. And, but obviously you see some potential yeah. there. So that yeah. expectation is now something mm-hmm. with a mm-hmm. bar that's some height yeah, 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 yeah. that now I want to jump yeah. through that hoop to keep you impressed. Yeah, yeah, I kind yeah, of yeah. wish you said I couldn't do it because now you got me a little bit egotistical. Yeah, yeah. Like, Watch me now, <laughs> you know? So it's a yes, yes. That that whole concept of like you know, and even with your boys going through the the process of like I am preparing you, young little warriors, mm. to one day be out there in that real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Whew. Yeah, preparation is is uh, is key, and it goes back to that that seasonal element. Is to say, what is the season right now in preparation for that ambition or goal or you know yeah. whatever it might be, you know, running for council or you know, setting business goals, you know, family culture, different things to recognise. Is this a preparation of the soil season? Yeah. Is it a planting season? Um, is it fertilising? Is it pruning? Is it, for me, you know, nature's always, you know, it's, it, it gives us insight into yeah, actual sure. processes. And as soon as we try to quicken these things, we can be deceived to believe that a quickened outcome is a good uh, outcome. Is a good outcome. Yeah. But we quicken processes and then we don't learn. And when we don't learn in the process, it's harder when yeah. we're trying to learn while actually doing it. Yeah. And so that preparation is a real key. And that's something that I'm learning sort of right now. Even this last month of business, which has just been go, 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 go. So was I prepared for that? You know, just like mentally and emotionally, like strategically, my calendar. Like, yeah. I don't know if I was that prepared. I just kind of took everything on and then it was just kind of weighted on me. And now trying to sort of wade through, getting it done, but having to go back to clients and ask for extensions. And, yeah. you know, and you, you, you just got to be honest and own it and say, yeah. look, I dropped the ball there. I should have had this done last week. Okay, yeah. what can I learn from this? But the preparations are real, real key. And, and I think, like I read the other day from a good mate, she said, you know, by saying, by saying yes to something, you're also saying no to something. Yeah. You know, and by saying no to something, you're making room for something you want to say yes to. Yeah. And so in those early days of business where it's all yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, you know, just because you're trying to establish and you're trying to get momentum, and you're trying to, you know, get a bit of coin in the bank. Yeah. But maturity is then the recognition that the no is really valuable. The nose valuable, the raising your rate is valuable, the yeah, yeah. Um, getting a good explanation of what exactly they want from you. Yeah. You know, yeah. like all of those things, like knowing when to make those decisions and when to ask those questions. Mm, and, mm. Dude, it's actually like, that's probably the part of the process that I fuck with the most. Yeah, right. You know, that's the part that I really like. And this keeps going back to like, as soon as I realize I'm practicing, 
Mm. It's like, sweet, I'm the guy who has none of the answers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I can get, I can tell you a lot about vinyl cutting and printing. I can tell you a lot about making shirts. Mm. I can tell you a lot about marketing, mm. social media, Instagram, reels, videos, podcasts. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I also know that in the grand scheme of things, I know next to fuck all about all of that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I was a professional speed skater for years. I can still tell you just the top layer of that, mm, you mm, know? Mm. And that gives you complete freedom to go like, sweet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just going to raise my prices and see what happens. Mm. Oh, I can actually make that amount of money and all the people who weren't going to pay it, they were never going to pay it anyway. And the people yeah, who do yeah, want to pay yeah, it, they yeah. want to pay yeah. that because they're getting a good, cool. Title. Title. Right, raise them a bit more. Okay, all my customers dropped off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Now's not the time. Yes. There yes. will be a time, but that's not it. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Man, I, yeah. I love it. I, do, I really do mm. love that. That's fun. Yeah. Timing is key. Timing is key because you can do the right thing at the wrong time um, and it can still be wrong. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I'll give an example is, you know, doing jobs around the house, even though I know they're jobs that need to be done. Uh, trying to do those jobs when we need to go out the door and get somewhere, yeah. uh, not the right time. Yeah, It's the right action, as in getting the jobs done, the motive's there, but the timing's way off. Yeah. You know, when we're trying to get in the car, go somewhere, and there I am, like, cleaning a gutter or something. Yeah. It's like, good thing, wrong time. Yeah. You know? So, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, but it's just going, all right, I think it's the right thing. I'm developing merch, I'm developing a product, I'm raising price. Yeah, it's, a, it's the right thing to do, but is the timing correct? Yeah. And and that's obviously dictated by a whole heap of different factors. Yeah. But as soon as we think, oh, well, it's going to work because it's the right thing, yeah. you know, then we discard timing. It goes pear-shaped and then we don't know why. Dude, so, I, mate, well, I produced um, 600 G-strings and sold like 25 of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you realise like, oh, this is a really great thing. And it had all the hype and all the stees and the product is right and mm-hmm. the marketing was right. Everything was good. Invested all the money in the right places. Mm-hmm. Timing was horribly off. Yeah, right. Two yeah, years yeah. ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, again, does that is that the defining moment of my year? Is that even yeah, a failure? Yeah, no yeah. to both. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now I just have 575 G-strings to yeah. give away. <laughs> you know? Like it's... Oh, man. Even uh, this is a different side of that timing conversation though but like this is a part of my prayers i'm perfectly timed Mm, i'm perfectly mm, in the mm. right position whether whether it feels good or bad like literally it's not even up to you to decide whether or not you should be here it's just up to you to feel it Mm, you are mm, perfectly mm, timed mm, you're on track mm. this is it and if it feels wrong that's part of it Mm, you know mm, and the mm. easy analogy of this is you're behind that fucking 65 year old dickhead doing 10 k's under the limit mm. <laughs> and he has slowed down every green light and caused yep. it to turn orange and now i've got four reds in a row because yeah. i can't get around them mm. Mm. there's something up there that you're not, not meant to see mm. there's something mm. ahead mm. of you that you mm. weren't meant to get there 10 minutes earlier yeah, yeah, yeah whether you want to call it god whether mm. you want to call it the universe mm. whether you want to call it a 65 year old dickhead you were never meant to go fast and that's why that's there mm. what a wild thing and while yeah. I, I have faith, I fully believe that that's a correct statement. Mm. I fully believe that that idea is 100% as it's meant to be. And that gives me the freedom mm. to be late. Mm. Gives mm. me the freedom to slow down. It gives me the freedom to not be upset about things that are menial. Mm. Mm. That's the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Why are you angry right now? Because the dog chewed up something? Mm. fuck the something yeah yeah, yeah who yeah, cares yeah, 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 dog's yeah, yeah. happy you know go get a new something it's all good taken in context is 
you know, is essential. And I, I, I agree, and, and I'll probably challenge the thought as well to go, you know, in situations where, where we're not always bound to its outcome, you know, in a fatalistic way, but that we can challenge it as well. Yeah. You know, so there may be, you know, a particular circumstance where rather than just sort of riding the wave of the direction it's going, yeah. obviously there's the ability, the autonomy. Uh, and I would say through prayer, but also, you know, fueled through prayer, but to be able to action, implement um, the, I guess, a value to say, you know what, this is going a direction that's not good. Yeah, you know, for sure. hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I don't, I don't just have to sort of be the victim of the momentum of this. Yeah, I can actually challenge it as well. Hundred percent, and sort of go, hang on a minute. Maybe it's relational. Maybe it's like a financial decision. Maybe it's we're tying two ideas together here because now yeah, we're talking yeah. about those indicational triggers. Yeah. So yeah. then you go, cool. Part of my story isn't losing my shit at my missus because she stacked the dishes wrong. Yes, yes. That's yes. not part of that. That didn't have to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. just to clarify, don't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> please, don't. Yeah. but that's the idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can go. Oh, I was meant to get up, upset, which led me to spending time by myself, and then I came up with this great idea and become a millionaire. No, 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 dude. You still yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. got to yeah. be a good person. Yeah. And also, yeah. in that moment when you're stuck behind that 65 year old, mm. you have to understand mm. one day that's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you. That's me in 35 years. Totally, man. Holding yeah, up some young yeah. buck who's trying yeah. to do his thing. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's appreciation for the whole circle. I, dude, have you had this yeah, thing where yeah. like you start seeing people? in the opposite perspective of what you saw when you were young? In what sense? Like in the sort of self-projection? In that sort of, like, oh, I could be there or... No, like a physical, I remember cutting off this particular dude. Oh, right. On my motorbike. <laughs> on my and then first seeing Harley, him later? And I've seen a young bloke on a bike look at me the same way I looked at that dude. Oh, right. Near yeah, this, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, damn, this, this pattern repeats itself. Yeah. Oh, well, having kids is is pretty good for that. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, of course. You see things. Oh, you say things. I guess I'm saying things that I he heard my dad say. Yeah. Um, like classic sort of um, parental cliches, but then also certain responses from my boys. Um, and I don't say that negatively. I say the way that they see things or approach it or, you know, their sort of, you know, uh, problem solving, creative skills. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's cool. Like I remember trying to navigate that thought, yeah. you know, or trying to sort of figure out how that worked. Um, and the cool thing I know for my boys is that they'll do it in a different way and it will challenge and inspire me. Yeah, like, that's oh, cool. man. And that, that's that childlike approach, you know what I mean? There's a simplicity there that, that we often lose because we, we wrap things in, you know, a lot of sort of complexity, Yeah, you know, through human experience, observation. Yeah. And also feeling that things need to be complex because they are most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kids sort of pierce through that. Yeah. They go, oh, why don't we just do this? Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, your yeah. logic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm loving that. It's coming in reverse now to go, yeah, okay, I need to simplify. You know, I've actually got to strip some things back here. Yeah. You know, and so that's, yeah, sort of wrapping these, like you said, this sort of mash of, um, of ideas is it's going back to productivity and value and, you know, I can think, hey, if I'm busy and I'm working and I'm earning money and I'm providing for my family, yep. then my kids should be grateful. Yeah. Right. But then I sit with my kids and what do they want? They just want your time, time energy. They want time. Be there. Yeah. Yeah. 
So while I can articulate and, and, and you know sort of justify all the reasons why I've been busy and oh mate it's for your it's for your good because yeah. the money's coming in money comes in we get to pay the bills pay the bills you know, yeah. so on and so forth. Sit down with them, time. Dude, this is the thing. Like my dog doesn't understand how much money I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she understands when I'm home. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like she gets it when I'm home. Yeah. yeah. But when I'm like, oh, I got you this new toy. It's the it's expensive because it's a, a Monsters Inc. one instead of the shitty one you get from Kmart. Yeah, yeah. She's like, it all <laughs> it all looks like shit when I rip it up afterwards. So I don't I really care, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like yeah. I. It's funny. I feel like this is the the traineeship of having a kid. You it's know? the metric of value, you know, and, and um, I was talking to someone the other day and they're going through a difficult time and I say, you know, sometimes we've got to roll that, the old drafting ruler, you know, the triangular, yeah, three, yeah. three-sided, where we're using the wrong metric, you know, to actually understand the value of this season. Right. Sometimes we've got to sort of flip it on its side, you know, we're at oh, 1 to 50 and we've got to get to 1 to 500. That's great. I like that. And just going, how am I measuring, how am I measuring value in this season? Yep. You know, and, and sometimes our, our system of measuring is way off. Yeah. You know, so I may walk away going, oh, my measuring uh, system of value for this season is, is all financial. And so if I have a low, you know, financial return in a month, oh, this month's been a write-off. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe I need to flip that ruler. Uh, okay, I need to use a relational measurement. Yeah. Man, this month has been so rich. You know, I've met this crew. I've been able to check in with them. I've had a mate, you know, call up, check in on me. Yeah. Been able to have some great conversations, you know, uh, different communities, whether it's, you know, sort of within the arts, church community, you know, blood family. Um, wow, man, this month has been so rich. Yeah. You know, so sometimes just the spinning of the ruler and going, okay, how, what metric am I using? What scale am I using to actually understand the value of this season? It's interesting. I've got... Um... Actually, Ryan Young, when first gave it to me, it's called the Productivity Pack and it's part of some some business um, course. Yeah, Basically, okay. it's a day, okay. uh, two pages a day. Mm, and one mm. is all just your notes. Yep. And the other side is like things you're trying to meet, meetings, um, mm. targets, objectives. Or, uh, so I took the structure of it. And basically, I, I call it trade secrets now. It's got yeah, like yeah, a big yeah. black ink logo on every page. Nice, nice. And it's really just honed in on what I've, what I make mm. important. You okay. know? So okay. it's like, have I, did I sleep well? Did I pray? Did I hydrate? Did mm. I love? Did I give? Did I create? Did I exercise? All yeah, these things yeah, that like yeah, I go cool, through. Cool. And at the end of the week, it's got everything that I've achieved, mm. everything that went mm. wrong. How would I mentor someone out of these situations? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah, one yeah. decision I could have made different? Yeah, How do yeah. I rate myself on all these different things? Spiritually, you, financially, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And dude, do you know how much mm. when like when you what do they call it when you take a something of yourself when you take a it's, it's reflection basically but when you're making mm. notes mm. so that at the end of last year I go mm. through all of my trade secrets and I'm yeah, like yeah. what a fucking year yeah 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 <laughs> dude I did so much yes and the yes, problem yes. is like you're you're the same position maybe more so you get to the end of the week mm. you can't tell me the best ten things that happened because you mm. did so many things yeah yeah, yeah. so many moments yeah, with your yeah. kids so many things that you like broke through creatively so many mm. problems that you solved so many criti- critical thoughts that you mm. had mm. that now you you know you get to that like you're like you know I'm living a good life but sometimes it doesn't feel it mm. now mm. I get to go to my trade secrets and I go I know I'm living a good life because I did that that yeah yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I walked into court like a bad man and took the punishment I yeah, went to the council yeah. meeting last night and just stood there like I'm the fucking man who's going to take the job mm, you know mm. like I've got these runs on the board yeah, yeah, and I've yeah, got yeah, a point yeah. of reflection so I can go back and say like hey I'm having a horrible day and mm. I'm going to call it quits at 10.30 this morning mm-hmm. before I do 
I might sneak in some time to reflect about why it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While yeah, I'm there, I might yeah. try and pull the, the gratitude or the positivity out of it. While mm, I'm there, I might reflect mm. on some good stuff that happened last cool. year, last That's month, cool. last week. Dude. Yeah, taking stock, man. I mean, we could never... I just don't think that lesson can be overstated because it gives us a moment. It gives us a pause. And we live in a fast-paced society. Yep. You know, and that's probably... I mean, I'm, I'm shocking at social media. I don't really post much. Uh, you know, I often forget. And, and my brother, who's, um, you know, amazing creative. All over My it. younger brother, he's all over it, you know. And it's, you know, that's his craft and, and what he's really developed and refined and, and then challenging me. But I guess sometimes I'm resistant to that sort of whole world purely because of the, the pace of it. Yeah. And the demand of the speed of it. Mm. And to be able to actually take stock... Uh, and to be able to see and meet someone on the street and for them to actually not know what I've been doing. Yeah. You know, we're often sort of like, oh, I've seen you being busy. I was like, well, I don't, I don't want to like prove anything to anyone. I just want yeah. to actually be here in this moment talking to you and for us to uh, converse and have questions of each other's lives yeah. unknowingly as to sort of what we have been doing and yeah. to learn in that moment. Oh, man, this is what you've been up Dude. to. This is what happened. Man, that's sick. I love that. Rather than going... Oh yeah, cool holiday. I've already seen it. <laughs> there's two there's two conversations there and I'm fucking busting for a piss so we're not going to have yeah, yeah. either <laughs> of them to a full extent. But I think there's um, 100% validity to what you're saying. It's really important to... There are parts of my life that will never mm. be online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're mine. Yeah, yeah. I don't care who you are, they're mine. Yes. You know, yes, and as yes. much as you might like the brand Black Ink, you might like the podcast with Jake, you might feel like you're very invested in what I'm mm. doing. Mm. I need to keep things for me. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, they're important yeah. to me. And if you look at my personal pages, because I've got two on the go, um, I'm building one for, I'll tell you after the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, they're bullshit. Mm, they're mm. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. playing around, you know what I mean? Yeah, the thing yeah, that I yeah. told you is like the thing that I want you to know. Mm, and mm. the business, the character that is Black Ink, mm. with each post, I'm building a different perspective and a different side and a bit of depth and a bit of width yeah, and a bit of yeah, yeah. character into it. But to like, you have to be really conscious as a as a like digital creative mm, to mm. understand that that isn't you, mm, and that even mm. if people do see it as you, there isn't a responsibility to serve them. Mm, there mm. is responsibility to serve the character that you're creating if you're taking it seriously and if mm, you have a mission and a mm, goal for it. Mm. But outside of that, dude, life is life. Mm, I still mm. breathe. Yeah, I still yeah, drink yeah. water. Yeah, I still yeah, be there for yeah. my dog. I yeah. still reflect every day. I still make time for myself. I still mm. have that two minutes of my bonsai every day. Yeah, because if yeah, my yeah. phone becomes before that, I've lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm speaking yeah, to the yeah, devil. Yeah. Oh man, there's a myriad of uh, thoughts on that one, and mm. I and I think there's, I know people get lost sort of in that space uh, and in that world and what is reality, and that's got a momentum to it obviously in the society that we live and yeah. technology being developed and yeah. I'm not sure about a lot of it I've definitely got my doubts about I guess how it's being implemented and the pace sure. and <clears throat> you know sort of the loss of uh, people's autonomy um, or privacy for that matter yeah. but I, I, I think being able to share stories will never will never go out of fashion no it won't you know the fundamentals of it I just like most of my stories to be shared in person. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to be able to have those conversations with people. And once again, to learn, to engage, to to really, I guess, grow in the understanding of why has that person arrived where they have? Yeah. What's brought them to this moment? Yeah. And, uh, and, and what can be, I guess, learnt from their story? 
and and also how if there's a, an opportunity to stand on my shoulders and have a greater you know sort of outlook and perspective and see beyond yeah um brilliant yeah being able yeah, to offer that in that that environment or that situation oh man it's gold it's yeah. gold so Radio, let's Damn. wrap it up there, shall we? <laughs> awesome, man. Sweet. We were meant Stoked. to do an intro somewhere in the middle there, and I thought, we've got so much heat, I, just yeah. <laughs> wanna, I don't want to interrupt. Just keep but. it rolling. So, yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this has been a Black Ink Podcast. My name is Jake Kerr. This is Andrew Fraser. If they want to find more of you, where can they find you? Uh, best bet, andrewfraserdesigns.com or Instagram, which is also Andrew Fraser Designs. Let's go. I love it. Radio, everyone be good to your mum because we are fucking out. Yeah.